There will be bourbon returns. Uh, and I really don't understand why I keep saying there will be bourbon returns because clearly you understand that because if there's another episode, then we've fucking returned. Um, so sorry, boys, for the stupid intro at this like point. Yeah. Uh, but tonight I am joined via Zoom for a Gain Train Reunion 2.0 that we still haven't managed to pull off. It's been five COVID. years since we did the first, whatever, <laughs> COVID, since we did the first Gain Train Reunion at Tim's Thunderdome in Indiana. And that's who's going to join me tonight. And we'll get into the story of why these two gentlemen are gracing your screen or your speakers if you're not watching on YouTube and you're just listening through your standard podcast device. But joining me tonight is the Gain Train OIC Once Upon a Tom time. Rob Thornton, how are you, sir? Oh my gosh! Okay, you, I had to slam that. So uh, I'm 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 gonna be doing pretty good in about uh, three minutes, four minutes. Three minutes. All right. Time checks. Three yeah. minutes. All right. Keep track of that. And then oh. joining him with me below on the screen is the old Gain Train XO, the BDA, the big dumb animal, Tim Manch. How you doing, sir? I'm doing well. How are you, man? I am fucking great. All right. So a little bit about these boys. Once upon a time. No shit. There we were. Camp Arif, John, Kuwait, the most austere environment to be deployed in, I would say, right? Yeah. Oh, okay, let's man. go. <laughs> this ran out. Oh, man. Yeah. So, yeah, there we are. It was clearly roughing it in uh, Camp Arif, John, Kuwait. One March day. Well, at least that's when I met Rob. I think I met Tim a little later. Oh. Um, yeah. But there we were in CrossFit Arif, John, the three of us nerds became unified through the gifts of CrossFit. And I remember specifically where I met Rob because I was planning on doing exactly what I did. I was just going to go there and work out multiple times a day because I had nothing else to fucking do. I was too smart not doing anything. You guys actually had real responsibilities. I did not. Um, so there I was going to get a post-workout. I think, what was it? Dairy Queen or whatever that, what's there? I don't know. They had the Baskin Robbins there. That's what it was. Baskin Robbins. So I was there getting that. And then Rob comes up to me and said something to the effect of like, Hey man, you want to coach? I'm like, all right. Something. And that's kind of how I I, I met Rob because Rob's way more personable than me. May have came from his, uh, probably his need to be personable due to his position. But yeah, uh, we got rid of that. We got rid of that after <laughs> yeah, retirement. We got rid of that. And so if you don't know, Rob was a guy who flies things in the sky, retired at you were major retired. Uh, yep. Uh, I retired as a major. Uh, I flew medical evacuation, uh, flew Blackhawks, uh, has sounds, some sounds time. Yeah, no, not really. I don't know the important oh, stuff why? when I was a warrant officer. Say, I flew right. Hughes for a while. Yeah, just a little bit. <laughs> for a while. Just a little bit. And then, okay, so we'll, we'll get back to. I don't want to cut that off because that is important, I think, and it's 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 a big part of who you are and it's what you do today. Yeah, well, fine, it won't be then. Uh, but, <laughs> and then, shortly thereafter, we met, or I met Tim. I think Rob already knew Tim. Tim came to us from the great state of the Indiana National Guard, and he was a. Uh, a very strong, fit individual, which not much has changed. It, don't, don't, don't bullshit. I remember the first time I showed up, I still had, I mean, I have a FUPA now. I've always had a FUPA, right? But I, I rolled in. You guys are Because yeah. I rolled in and I was just super fat because I worked out through all like Primo and I showed up and I was like, uh, actually, I have an L1 so I can coach. And she <laughs> literally just did one of these. She was like, She's like, really? <laughs> Do you know how I met Tim? I went to, I, went, I met Tim at a class. And I never forget this workout. It was like, it was shoulder to overheads and pull-ups, right? 
Oh, that should be hard for Tim. And I, right. And I'm across the rig from Tim and it was like, you know, 10 reps and 10 reps. And I see Tim put on, you know, of course, like RX plus RX weights, like 95, Tim throws on like 135, right? He's just like, Oh yeah, you know, I'm kind of big. And I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, bro, there's no way this guy could do pull-ups. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I wanted to read, I just wanted to go like, Hey, uh, they got they got the bands over there if you want to you know <laughs> uh, right so wait real quick tim, for, like hold on for reference tim how much did you weigh at the time probably 250 yeah that was yeah. pre-skinny tim yeah, yeah. pre-skinny tim <laughs> That's, all right 250 <laughs> there he goes. go ahead and so he goes like he goes unbroken on the, the shoulder to overhead hops up on the pull-up bar and starts butterflying pull-ups on bike what kind of physical monstrosity is this thing? <laughs> like, like with the grace of a butterfly, right? He's just like cycling through his pull-ups. And uh, then, you know, I remember looking across, I was like, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to go round for round with this guy with, of course, like half the weight that he's doing. It's all and uh, yeah, man, and <laughs> I think we just, we started talking after that, that uh, class, you know, we just kind of struck up a friendship there. Yeah, yeah, it was always kind of weird because I think I, I probably had a similar kind of internalized discussion with watching Tim do what he did. Not that <laughs> workout. It was just whatever came after. Because I could tell that he was a very strong guy, right? And then we learned to find out that w- what, what did you do in, in college? What position did you play for football? I was an offensive guard. He was an offensive lineman. Okay, so this is what I wanted people to understand. Tim was a college football player. <laughs> And what were you running your two miles in by the time you left? Oh, that's so stupid. It was, I knew it was that because I was like, I was the 13th, 13th engineers. Yeah. So, yeah. It, so this is where, this is what really bothered me. All right. Cause I, the, of everything I've ever been able to do in the army, I've never maxed a PT test. I've gotten 299 twice back to back when I was a drill sergeant and I could never max the run. I would always run like a 1320. That's like the fastest I ever ran. And that was when I was 180 pounds. And then this, as Rob affectionately calls him big, dumb animal. Who's literally like, we're the same height. Right? Who started that? First of all, I don't know, it couldn't have been me. Was it me? Was it me? <laughs> all right. I'm taking credit then. Well, I don't get it. Cause we're the same height, like five, 11, six foot ish. Right. I claim six foot. Who cares what everyone else says. And then this fucker's like literally 50 pounds heavier. And he runs two miles faster than most people in the army, let alone people his size or my size. I'm talking like it's just it's just scary thinking about Tim yeah. running two miles on a 13 13. Well, and you then know? let's go back to the football thing, right? Because I was having this discussion with uh, one of my best friends' husbands over Christmas, um, because he played football at Colorado State and we're watching an Eagles game. And like Jason Kelsey's brother's the center, I think, for the Eagles. That dude's six three, three hundred and ran a four seven forty. At the combine, that's yeah, fucking that's dumb. That's, that's insane, sixty man. pounds bigger than Tim. <laughs> so yeah, I bring all that up because there's always those dudes who are like, "Oh, you can't do shit." I'm like, bro, you need to learn the difference between the average gym goer and an elite athlete, and uh, you need to understand what you get yourself into. Now, Tim's, you know, we can say this because it's all in love. Tim's not quite elite, but he's pretty fucking. Clo- he's closer than we are. <laughs> hey, look. <laughs> Skinny, look, I'm going to put it up. Skinny Tim, skinny Tim. And we talked about it in Arabjohn. Skinny yeah. Tim he could have was, was, was right there, man. I'm saying he's, he's a regionals qualifier, man. 220, right? When you left 215. I, I'm telling you skinny, skinny Tim, the, I mean, the, what, what he did to people during the Murph. 
I mean, oh, that's my insane. favorite. Oh, my Hold God. on. All right. So that's I got to tell this. This is my favorite story about Tens, and I will never forget this shit. Yeah. First off, yeah, that, everyone check out. freaking Murph, man. Check out the old CrossFit Eric John shirt, the original, the OG shirt. Cool. If you have it. It used well, to fit me. Yeah. So that's what it was, Tim. <laughs> and, and now and it's a Rob. baby gap shirt. <laughs> no, it is a fucking baby gap shirt. Now I'm weighing 250, it seems like. Anyway, so that was really my first experience with Tim. Okay. So for those of you who don't know what the Murph is, you probably do by now because it's, it's hugely commercialized and very well known throughout military culture and CrossFit culture at this point. Mm-hmm. But it's essentially you go run a mile in a fucking weight vest. And what we had were what the, the IOTV Gen 3 yeah. with, with IOTVs. And By I think the way, we Tim weighed couldn't him, get his right? below 25 pounds. Yeah, like the, the large or the extra large, whatever Tim was wearing was probably 30 to 35 pounds that day. Uh, you, so you, you do, you run a mile with that. Then you come back. It looked and like up. an apron. It looked like a Kevlar <laughs> apron on you. Yeah. And then you do a hundred pull-ups, 200 push-ups, 300 uh, air squats. And this was before people figured out you could partition this shit. They didn't do that. Yeah. You just did it. And then you went and ran another mile. And on top of that, we're doing this in Kuwait. And I think on that day it was 116 degrees or something. Yeah, it was, like it was, stu- it was stupid hot. And they're it's like, Oh, it's dumb, a dry man. heat. It's dry yeah. heat. Yeah. So whatever. here's the best part about that workout, right? So not only does Tim win that, they do that workout at the CrossFit games that year. And Tim's time would have been like 10th. Yeah. Which it is stu- now here's 10. the best part. Tim beat me by 31 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, and dude. he saluted the flag. No, he saluted retreat. Remember that? Remember that? Like we're standing at the door. We're standing at the door. Right. And they're like, I'm looking at my watch and I'm going, dude, they're going to sound retreat here any minute. And we start running. Right. And then I'll like off goes retreat. And Tim's like, and everybody's watching this like, Tim, you don't have to just run. You don't have to blah, blah, blah. Everybody else is running. Tim's standing there and it's like fucking metal apron, you know, like <laughs> metal apron. Right. And then he finishes, right? He's the last dude in the gym. He's the last dude in the gym. And after the body weight exercises, he's the first big dome animal running out of the gym. Like, <laughs> oh, I'm just gonna go do my second mile. See you later, guys. Yeah, it really made no sense. You know who really? loved that shit with those Marines that were in there? Those guys lost. Oh, yeah. They turned into like, oh my gosh. Jumping around and just screaming, like, yeah, yeah like they, the were, they were the, uh, they were the, the dude, like, they were the I definition were of a no rep. Like, they, they, they embodied the spirit dude. of the no rep. Yeah. I totally think they were hammered because, like, I think it was their gun. <laughs> he was running around, like, he didn't even trade for this. Like, yeah, really? There's some weird tell. people that came in and out of that gym in transit. Yeah. So anyway, that's but how that, it started. We all ended part, up though. coaching at some point at CrossFit. Yeah. John, you guys weigh more than I did. I was just, I you really were so reluctant, work. dude. I just, like, <laughs> just wanted you to know work why? Out. Do you remember, do you remember um, old man Aaron's? Cause yeah. you and him got in a fight. Oh, I remember that. Dude, I ran into that guy like three years. I told you guys, right? <laughs> I ran into him at Fort Knox when I was at the school. Yeah. yeah. Really? And we, and we like, we almost made up in a way. It was weird. Oh yeah. <laughs> Cause you weren't like, hug it out. Yeah. Yeah, what was I don't I don't know what the, what it was. It was some stupid sh- like I remember this really well. It was just because I knew both of you right, and I saw him all the time, and I saw you all the time, but never together for obvious reasons. And like <laughs> you had a class, and you were doing something about cleaning, and you were like, "Hey, full grip," and he was just like, "Now, nah, Marius, don't do that." And you're like, "That's funny because everybody else here does." Like literally <laughs> stopped and pointed at everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh my gosh, that was cloud yeah, Eric. Like, like fucking hand with that Eric guy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I you know. I mean honestly Eric out of that invented resting male bitch face before there was resting male bitch face. There was, was it was like I mean, to be fair, that was the tour where my my platoon leader told me that Sarnsky, you 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 lack empathy. That's what she told me. <laughs> And I refuse to believe that. I've Surprise that, face. Like, it's not that I lack empathy, man. It's I've just heard enough bullshit over the years to know that when people are lying. Yeah. That's all. I mean, and, and that's where you hear it all the time, right? But we heard that every single unit that came through that gym, right? There's always like that guy like, oh, you know, my knees, I can't squat full depth. <laughs> like, oh, I got like a shoulder injury. Can't lock yeah. out. So you can go to the bathroom though, right? Do you, do you squat full depth when you sit down on the toilet or no? No, you don't do that. You just stand, you hover. <laughs> but, but, I mean, but you know, that like old you get school in your CrossFit, car and drive, like, right? You do that. Like old school CrossFit, that was the thing. It was like, you know, like, oh, okay, you've done CrossFit for six years. Cool. Let me see your air squat. Whoa. <laughs> Coaching was, well, yeah. Remember like the on-ramp class? Like you yeah. would do like once a week or something or yeah. once a month. Yeah. I don't know. That yeah. was fun to hang out and watch Tim do the overhead squat and tell his overhead squat story. Yeah, because- because I wasn't doing it. <laughs> but yeah, so to get back to the fact that literally the strongest person I've ever worked out with consistently, not being able you, to do an overhead squat with the bar, I always thought that story was great because it's it's not really strength at that point. That's just all flexibility, right? Which I don't have any. I definitely don't have any more. <laughs> do you, do you, do you, were you there when Tim did the, the powerlifting meet for his unit? Yeah. And some, yeah. Some and he, like, Oh, yeah. that was great so they are right, and he deadlifted uh, 405 cold it wasn't uh, 405 it was 500 yeah it yeah, was like it was yeah, 500 yeah. Cold. it was 500 because no one in the company that he was doing it for could hit 500 and they started like, goading this like, bda from behind the desk who was clearly not trying to participate because it, it was wanted like to be cargo fair. shorts and running shoes yeah it's like oh you want me to lift 500 okay not only he didn't just do it he did it twice he did two yeah. reps yeah. i'm pretty sure i might have been wearing bear traps or crocs or something Probably, but that's Good. probably where the BDA came from. I'm sure it originated from that. Well, I had Rob way before that. Rob helped me coach that one. That was a lot of fun because, uh, uh, yeah, that brings back a lot of weird memories because yeah. guys like that counts right, and they do like that half bench thing where it's like, yeah, it's like floating in there and they look at you like, is that good? This is good, right? I do remember like, you guys smack it off their chest, that, like pow. You had that female deadlifting that made me leave. Like I not. She didn't make me leave, but watching her made me leave because I didn't want to be a part of like the safety violation that was going on. Yeah. Like she was the first one where I legitimately was like, that's she's gonna get hurt. Cause her spine was like straight. It was like a an arch. You want to know something interesting about about her? She's a doctor. She finished her doctorate. And like you would think of all people know biomedical stuff, a medical doctor would, but not surprised. Like, I mean, think about how many so doctors and nurses this, smoke cigarettes, talking about right? Him, like, right? oh, yeah, smoking's bad for you. I'm like, uh. <laughs> well, doctors are probably oh. the most unhealthy. There's a huge section of doctors that still think exercise is bad for you. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. don't, don't, don't work out too hard. That's bad. I mean, do, do you, so my brother, like, I've seen so much of this, and I, I mean, I know you guys do the same as me. If you ever go see a doctor, you, you know, take it with a grain of salt. Like, my, my oldest brother had neck surgery. And they were like, you know, or he was going to have neck surgery, excuse me. And he was like, well, I was scared off it because his mom, he's my half brother, his mom had neck surgery. And he's like, she was supposed to be laid up for six days or something. It turned into six months. And I'm like, well, did she do anything like, you know, recovery or any kind of strengthening or all that? And, no. And then um, 
and my, you know, my wife, after she had our kids, right. The doctor is just like, well, you should never, ever, 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 ever do a sit up ever again, ever. And it's like, uh, what? Like, what, yeah. what kind of advice is that? Oh my gosh, that's scary. It, it is weird oh. though. Uh, uh, hold on, because I'm doing this all dicked up and I'm going to blame the two of you since, you know, I don't want to <laughs> accept responsibilities tonight. Anyway, um, so tonight I will be fueled by the great Wyoming whiskey. All right. And so for those who don't know what Wyoming whiskey is, what they actually do that's really cool because there's a ton of craft distillers that have popped up. Wyoming whiskey does one of the things most small craft distillers don't do is they actually use the standard 53 gallon barrel. And they age theirs for a minimum of five years. And it's also weeded, which means the secondary grain in their bourbon is wheat, much like a maker's mark. Or if you get into the Weller line of Buffalo Trace or the Pappy Van Winkles that everyone goes nuts about, those are weeded bourbons. That's what this is. Uh, so what most craft distillers do is they'll use a smaller barrel, usually 30 to 35 gallons, because they feel like it helps age it quicker, which it really doesn't. Like The only thing that's going to make bourbon age good is uh, good old-fashioned time. Right. So anyway, Wyoming whiskey. That's what I got tonight. I know Rob slammed some Woodford Reserve. Is that what that was? There you go. Good old Brown Foreman. Great distillery. Hey, it was on sale, man. Like it was on sale at the local grocery store. What am I going to do? I don't. I don't even know if that's a good thing to tell us. It, it's kind of a shame, but <laughs> I, I drink. It's good. Brown I drink literally. The last time I drank was on Memorial Day last year. I don't drink very much. I, I, I literally went a seven year period where I didn't drink alcohol. So if I didn't, I'd probably look like I did when I left. <clears throat> I might have abs still, but I don't because I, I don't do yeah. what you do. Hey. And then Tim, what, what you say, you got a little wild Turkey action tonight. What do we, I was going to say, beef skinning is, is severely overrated. So I keep, I keep this in supply because I got a four calls <laughs> in the boat. That's nice. the great one. I tell you, Wild Turkey 101, by far the best bang for your buck in terms of uh, availability, proof, age, taste. It's classic. It's good shit. $25.99 around my corner. Like 25 <laughs> Fuck, I got that shit at the base. Really? The for 16. I think the Coast Guarders are fucking, they're hiding that shit. They, nah, I'm in Chirac. Everything's inflated. Like on sale, the Woodford was like 32 they're... bucks. Yeah, that's a, that's so high. Like wild yeah. turkey usually around here in these parts is probably between seventeen and twenty-two. But I'm surprised because oh. Indiana, with MGP right there and, and the amount of production they do, I'm just surprised how different states' prices are. I don't understand. So I like, and you've seen this, right? Because you've been to MGP, didn't you go there? I did not. I wanted to. I didn't get a chance to. I don't even know if they do tours, but I, it's on the list. It's it's so um, uh, what's the word saturated around here? So we. Uh, we got a camper last year and we stored up the road by 20 minutes away, right? There's yeah. literally a distillery next door. So I'll get you guys some. It's called, uh, what is it, uh, Bear Hollow or something like that? Is it, sourced from, huh? is it sourced from MGP? Where do they? Uh, I don't know. It could be. I know who is. Um, the uh, shit, they just, so Brown County, Indiana is right just to the west of us, right? And Brown County is like a nice country area. It's wooded, there's a big state forest over there. And there's a bunch of distilleries and, and uh, there's a town called Nashville that's like, um, it's kind of like a low rent Gatlinburg. I don't know. It's not quite that. <laughs> that's that kind of idea, right? It's like, yeah, I got it. Ice cream fudge and theaters. That's um, all you need really. And alcohol. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> R-Truth Hills is, uh, R-Truth is like a, a new big thing in Indiana. They got a whole variety of stuff. I think they get MGP. And so they, because yeah. they have that infrastructure plan of MGP, they, uh, in a matter of months, open like a 300,000 square foot 
thing out in the woods. It's a tasting facility, awesome. auditorium. That's tours. awesome. That's all I want. It's right out there. Yeah. So for those who don't know what the hell MGP is, I've said it enough, but if you don't remember, it's uh, Midwest, Midwest grain producers. They just basically mass produce bourbon and whiskey. And there's been rumors for years that they were going to start making their own labels. I don't know if they are yet. They may still be aging it. But what they do is they make this stuff in bulk. And if you're a new distillery who pops up and you need to get some stuff immediately to sell while time does its thing for your stuff, you go to MGP and you buy it. A lot of people do it. They make some amazing stuff. Really good, really good stuff. Uh, a lot of really good rise come out of MGP. But uh, yeah. I think there's another one that's local around here from MGP that uh, all their stuff is, I mean, it's, it's veterans that own it, but it's all shaped <laughs> yeah. like kidney flasks, like old, old canteens. Yeah. Uh, like canteens and it's like that's vodka cool. ready to drink or ready that's to cool. Have ready you guys had the horse soldier stuff that they, they came up with? last year around i think they really horse soldiers really good but it's sourced from mgp but they made some really good stuff they made a like a small batch of, i don't know if it was a single barrel but they also made a barrel proof that's the only one i haven't had and that's what i really like i like stuff that's barrel proof or as close to it as you can get the higher the proof the better uh, in my opinion which is why wild turkey 101 so great rob you writing all this down i know this is super exciting no nah, man like <laughs> I, you know tim tim dropped by and i i had bought what was it like dickel yeah. yeah i brought some dickel and we had some of that when he came to visit and then last memorial day i had some uh single barrel rye and uh like we we were over yeah we were over at a neighbor's house you know and and um we just started pouring some rye and i was like i only drink on like memorial day and labor day so here we go and I, i'm impressed you know. that you can do that it's like being deployed literally all year round i can't well, I mean, originally it didn't, it didn't start out that way. Like I came back from a deployment and I got stationed in Yakima where we were doing, um, you know, medevac duty for the, uh, the training installation. So you can't, right. Drink, basically. So I, I like, if we got to a point where we were so short on personnel, like I was day on day off, I couldn't drink, you know, no fun. Yeah. And, and by the time I left there, it had been like five years since I had a drink. So there was, there was no point at that. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so let me let me let me try and steer this into that because I want I want people to understand a little bit about what Rob has done and and Tim will get to you as well. Um, I'm not proceed with Rob. No, we're we're definitely coming to. I, I want to know if you ever got that track built around the gym in Camp Arrowtown yet. But anyway, <clears throat> we'll get there. Um, <clears throat> so you, Rob, how did you end up becoming a pilot? So how did you get wow. into the army? Like, because you joined pre nine eleven, right? Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. How, yeah. so those that have ever worked with me knows that I refer to this as the retard route. Okay. <laughs> Potato. Right. Potato. Um, He's yeah. retired. So, he can say whatever the fuck he wants now. <laughs> great. No, no. Like somebody reminded me the other day. They're like, no, if you're within five years, you know, you see them, Jay, they can recall you and like hammer your butt. I'm like, okay. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Who knows? In today's, um, it's probably true. Who knows? Whatever. No, like I enlisted in 99. I, I worked in psychological operations at Fort Bragg. I mean, like it sounds cool, but we were like the redheaded stepchildren of special operations. You know, you still are. Yeah. It's like, hey, we need a tasking. Oh, 112 signal. Oh, no, the side guys. Grab the speaker guys. Give them a tasking. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, you know, while like, green berets are out saving the world and you know they're like oh we need someone to do post police call you know uh <laughs> so i did that for my first four years i put in a warrant packet and i went to warrant officer flight school uh i did six years as a warrant officer 
all of it was uh, in medical evacuation. Uh, that's where I did uh, two of my tours to Iraq. Uh, and then um, I direct commissioned. Uh, I'm I like, I'm going to blame my wife because she was like, hey, like that guy gets paid more than you and he's in charge of you. Like, that doesn't make any sense. You're smarter yeah. than him. I'm like, Fuck that guy. Oh, okay. Well, actually, I can do that. <laughs> She's like, you're doing that. I'm like, okay. <laughs> so I, I went to uh, a direct commissioning program that the AMED has where they take warrant officers that, you know, want to get paid more in retirement. And then they like send them to uh, AMED OCS, which is interesting. Um, and, uh, you like to come out and then, you know, I had to do like 21 months as a butter bar, which, you know, Tim, you're familiar. <laughs> and then, uh, I, you know, uh, I, I did, uh, my commission time as all, all as a, as a medevac pilot, a lot, a lot of other guys like do other things. Like you could go be a healthcare administrator. You could go do all these other things. I just did pilot stuff and then, uh, I retired. So. Did you, was, when we were deployed, when you were the cash commander, did you fly it all then? You had to keep up on hours, didn't no, you? No, no, man. That's like a whole different story. Worms, so, I mean, so I, I had worked, so I was stationed at Fort Polk and I had finished up working a year as a captain as a battalion XL because, you know, it's a TDA unit. Like there's not enough people for your TDA unit. And I knew the battalion commander. He was a mentor of mine, fan, like fantastic leader, great leader. Um, and he was like, Rob, you're going to be my XO. I'm like, okay, sure. Whatever. I'll follow you into the gates of hell. And, and, <laughs> and then it was for an entire year. It was hell. <laughs> um, and then I, that basically screwed me over. Cause I, I contacted my branch manager and I was like, Hey, I need another job. I've been here for a year. I want to kill myself. I need to go. <laughs> uh, and he was like, well, where do you want to go? I was like, I'd really like to go to Fort Lewis. That would be really cool. Be close to my family. Like, no, no, the army's got other plans for you. Uh, so I went job shopping, um, on Fort Polk, yeah. uh, you know, like Fort Polk is another story. And it's like, that's, you know, you need to have like a whole segment about that. The people, 50% of the people that are there are very solid individuals because they're making up for the slack of the other 50%. So I'm just going to leave the it army that. period. So like, it might be a little I, I, higher at this point. <laughs> So I interviewed for a couple of jobs on Fort Polk and, and the, the installation hospital commander was like, yeah, Rob, I have jobs for you. You don't want them. Trust me. I'm like, okay, I'm going to go to another place. Um, so I interviewed. Did you want at that the, guy? Uh, was that? Yeah. Yeah. Like literally. I believe he probably did that shit. He probably did. He's fucking. <laughs> so I went down to the uh, combat support hospital, interviewed with the commander there. And I was like, Hey, I just need a job. I'm trying to get to Fort Lewis. I just need a job for like, 12 months and uh the dude at the time was like no i need a commander because the last three that got you know sent here were had uh what they had like referred oers and they, they were dirt bags so i need a commander for 20 months uh okay yeah sure whatever like i'll be a company commander i had no clue what i was getting into like none you know this was uh yeah this was Good. it was it was crazy so I, I literally, I went back. I remember I went back and I talked to my mentor uh, mm -hmm. who was the battalion commander. I was like, hey, I got offered this job. Should I take it? And he's like, yeah, it's good. You should learn how the other half lives. I'm like, God, this is great. <laughs> but honestly, it was, it, was, it was really rewarding. Like I had, I mean, 
I went to that company. I was a pilot. I knew nothing about what it being what a hospital commander was. So I remember I sat down the training NCO and the first sergeant, both like outstanding NCOs, right? And I looked at them and I was like, I know how to do supply and admin. Okay. So I'm pretty sure I cannot screw that up. I'm going to leave all the training to you guys. You just let me know what you need to do. <laughs> like, I will help you get it done. I'll just try to not screw up the paperwork and try to not lose any shit. So I did like six, yeah, I did six <laughs> different inventories, didn't lose a damn thing. Nice. Uh, and probably screwed up a bunch of awards, but like, I don't know, by, I mean, by all measures, it was successful. And uh, I just, I, I had a lot of good soldiers, like a lot of really good soldiers, you know, it was, it was know. a lot of fun. Like you, you're, so you're, you were in the same boat I'm in now, right? And I'm curious because you had a command after that when you went to. Yeah, I got I got my medevac command. I went to Fort Benning and commanded the uh, the medevac detachment there, which which supported uh, like Ranger Battalion. So yeah. in Fort Benning and everything there. Being that an aviator in infantry land. Ooh, that's a lot of fun. Call you a lot, huh? Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, well, before you do Benning, let's if you don't mind, do you mind no, going back to. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So let's do, what years did you go to Iraq? You say you did two tours in Iraq? Yeah. So first two in Iraq, I think it was like, oh, three to oh, four and a half. Cause we got extended. Hey, you're in the same boat as me. Uh, yeah. yeah, man. Was that awesome? Out? No, no, oh, <laughs> no, it was not. The, I yeah. like, I have a lot of traumatic experiences in the army, but sitting yeah. there and being told by some fat, oh, something that I was going to go back to Iraq when our helicopters already had custom stickers on it. <laughs> That's, right? pretty bad. That's almost like, as bad probably. Yeah, mine yeah. was more of, well, this is like, so this was the third <laughs> extension and it did over. So I don't know if you remember, cause I know you were an aviator, but when you convoyed out of Iraq, you had a few stops along the way before you got back into Kuwait, you had camp Cedar, you had camp Cedar two. These are like all little ref, like last minute stops, right? Fuel up, go over. And when we made it down to Camp Cedar too, we had just gone through Nazaria. We'd done through all this shit. And Nazaria was the big one. We, we had an MP battalion that was our escort. And they were redeploying as well. And I still remember the battalion commander when we got to Camp Cedar too. It was supposed to be a short hop. We were supposed to be there overnight, fuel up, go finish the rest of the way into Kuwait. Yeah. Five days later... When none of us, I'm, you know, it's, it's little E4 me. I'm like, what the fuck are we doing? We've already been extended 18 fucking times. It felt like we're on our 15th month. And I remember he pulls us all, gets the whole fucking battalion of vehicles, the MPs, all this stuff. There's like, we're all out there listening to him. He hops on top of a fucking Humvee so he could address everyone. Because this was, this was before you would just send a mass text, right? And just tell everybody. <laughs> uh, and then he's like. So Nazaria, if you remember, uh, Muqtada al-Sadr, who's like literally the guy running Iraq at this point right now. Well, he had fucking Sadr's army going on. And he was a huge problem for the United States government and the coalition authority and everyone. He was a fucking, he was a dick. But he was about it. He was about General. that fucking, yeah. He was about that life. Like he was really like, I will fuck up U.S. soldiers. That's what I'm here to do. That's what I'm going to do. And now, ironically, yeah. he's the fucker running the country or pretty close. But anyway... Yeah. The problem with that was all these dudes were from first armor division and the, the battalion commander's like, Hey, we got to go back. And I'll never forget this moment. And uh, she's, 
I will never tell her name, but I still remember her clear as day because she's she means well and she's actually done really well for herself in the military since then. But she was a, a 19 year old PFC. And when they said we're going back, they have to convoy back into Baghdad. They're like, you guys, and they called out our unit specifically. You guys finish on and go home. She jumped up and down like she just won the fucking Super Bowl while an entire battalion of MPs just got told they got to go convoy <laughs> back. <laughs> and I just remember sitting there like, so I'm like, shut the, f- shut the fuck up. Everyone's telling her to shut. She's just like, yeah, we got home. Like, yeah. You're oh, going home. my gosh. Fucking 400 other dudes just got told they got to go oh, back. And the, ir- the irony of that shit is, because uh, you mentioned Fort Polk, about a year, about a year later, it may have been a little less. I was, uh, I went to Camp Bogard. You remember that? Camp Bogard? It's near Fort Polk. Sounds familiar. Yeah. The National Guard. Bay. I went there for yeah. PODC, and one of my instructors was uh, one of those dudes. He had literally just PCS. And he's like, yeah, we got fucked up as soon as we went back to Nazaria. They had a huge ambush, ID and everything. And I'm like, yeah, we, we had, we got split, man. Like we, we literally, the, the, the unit, we had got down to Kuwait. We had, we had washed, they had been through customs inspections. Yes. They shrink wrapped the helicopters. Oh, and, like like they like, Oh, yeah, you were and way worse like, than us. oh man. And we no, no, it was worse because we were, <laughs> well, you know, the dudes, you heard about the dudes in Alaska, right? Like the dudes in Alaska that like literally they landed in Alaska, got off and they were like, oh, by the way, you can't leave the hangar because you're about to go back. Like, oh, no, I didn't hear that. That sounds. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, they no, they, they <laughs> jacked up some dudes, man. That's they jacked funny. up some dudes. Were they 25? I, I think so. Yeah, like they literally got really home, got into like the reception like, hey, welcome home. Was They're it like, that by same the way, year? You guys can't leave. Was it the same I, year? I, yeah, it was the same year. So then, yeah, it would have been because 25th yeah. guys were there. They yeah. kind of overlapped with first AD. So that makes Cause, sense. Because we were six days from leaving. We were hanging out in Kuwait, freaking playing volleyball and PTs, <laughs> and like hanging out at the naval base, like, ha, ha, ha. Like, oh, that's great. We're about to go home. The boys. Yeah. And I, and I remember <laughs> someone had opened up an army. T- oh, it was the Stars and Stripes. Somebody opened up the Stars and Stripes. And it was talking about how we were – we were sending people back. We were surging and blah, 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 blah. And I think it was one of our crew chiefs was reading. It was like, hey, listen to this. It says they're sending a medevac company back. Ha, ha, ha. It would suck to be them. <laughs> Hold <laughs> my water. What the? Uh. And, and like W1 Thornton, right? Like <laughs> W1, you know, waiting on his W2 promotion. Like, oh, please, I hope one day they promote me because I'm time in grade. Anyway, um, <laughs> I was in our CQ tent, which was like, you know, a GP medium with the phone. Like that was it, you know, and you had like the stupid, you know, dry erase board, DA6, like, oh, here's who's pulling, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I answer the phone and they're like, hey, is this the 57th? I'm like, yeah, uh, this is W1 Thornton. Hey, by the way, we, uh, we need an MTP maintenance test pilot down here at the uh, port because we unwrapped all your aircraft and unfolded the blades. I'm like, what? <laughs> what? Why'd you do that? Wait, <laughs> what? All right. So we need the MTP down here by click. I'm like, what? Hello? Hello? <laughs> and so I, I, you know, I like grabbed the first, Oh, great. I can find I'm like, Hey, uh, the port says they need a maintenance test pilot because they unfolded all the blades. And same thing. I'm like, what? 
They can't do that. What? And, you know, six days later. (laughs) So when you got back to Eric, John, and you saw the wash rack that we just described, where did you get, did you have PTSD or anything? Because I remember driving past those, those wash racks and like, man, fucking 18 hours on a goddamn five, 10, deuce and a half. I know this is hilarious, dude, because the the, the O-grades out there will still remember this. I know they're not listening, but they told us, leave the custom stickers on the damn aircraft. They're like, no, we washed them. They were good. Fly that bitch back over the border with the custom sticker on it. That's great. There you go. That's that's okay. So that's significantly more dick. So how much how many more months did you go back for? Uh, man, I can't even remember. I think that's it was like pretty two fucking, or three more months. Yeah, that's pretty demoralizing. Yeah. Well, that's because yeah. I, I mean, if so, my whole thing where I really started to be like, you know, twenty-two-year-old me is like, hmm, what the fuck's going on? Is when like we're there, uh, they like our one of our E sevens because they formed this big company out of a bunch of uh, reserve platoons, and the one of the guys pulled us all together, and he's like, we caught Saddam. I was like, sweet. I remember that. Fuck I yeah. remember. Yeah, I'm I like, remember. great. What was that? Like December 13th and 14th. Yeah. I'm like, oh, great. Yeah. Shit, my birthday's in three days. Yeah. I remember somewhere back on Fort Stewart being told, like, we'll be back before Christmas. Yeah. I, I remember like, that. Right, crap, shit. Dude. Fuck yeah. I Caught him before crap. Christmas. Good time. And then, you know, it's New Year's Eve and we get this intel brief, like, yeah, we're expecting a battalion sized element to come through by app. We're going to need everybody out on the OPs and, and everyone needs to be locked and loaded and ready and, and pulling your sectors of fire. I'm like, there was only why? one question. There was only <laughs> one, everybody that was in country, everybody that was in country, there was only one question that followed. Hey, we caught Saddam. Everybody's like, can we go home? No. <laughs> I mean, the best, Tim, this was the best part, right? So we got to buy app after the invasion was over and yeah, obviously third ID did all that shit. And I remember them setting up the PX at Biap and they opened it. Biap was the bank yeah. at international airport. They opened the PX and third ID literally had nothing to do. They wouldn't let them go yeah. home. They like yeah. kept them there for like four more months through September. Yeah. These fuckers would just camp out in their little camping chairs in front of the PX and just wait to go in and buy out what the PX was. Today. That's all they did. Yeah. That's all those fuckers did. They never sent them back out on security. They never went out and actually did infantry shit. They never patrolled. It was just like, nah, you guys are good. Just yeah. hang out. Just wait to go Bought home. up all the Xboxes and all the oh games. and Oh, so, dude, this is the best. So my favorite story about uh, just the dumb shit that went on prior to 1st Armored Division and General Dempsey showing up and turning it into a fucking garrison environment <laughs> is that you could pretty much do what you wanted when it came to trip tickets. And we were big yeah. Madden fans, right? So PlayStation 2s, we each brought, me and my buddy, we each brought a PlayStation 2 from the States with us. But, you know, you, you start living in a fucking desert. Dust does what dust does. And when they start breaking and they're not at our PX, but we had heard through the power of email where one of our soldiers was running a post office down at Camp Dogwood. They had some PS2s. So we invented a trip ticket to convoy down to Camp Dogwood and, you know, acquire steal all the ps2s that were being mail ordered from everybody else oh my god we did so much we they just did so much dumb shit like you could do a lot the first six months before first ad showed up you really could and the problem with us is when we showed up to dogwood it was right when a chinook 
you know, you know, not to, I don't know. Yep. You didn't fly a Chinook, but a Chinook had gotten shot down and we're driving onto the fob and there's like this whole ring of people just securing it. Cause it's like on its side laying down. It didn't blow up or anything, but it crashed. And I was like, well, this sucks. And it's been a few months since I've seen anything. Yeah. So that was one of those moments where I was like, why is there a fucking helicopters are shot down and dude securing it because this is like may of 03 yeah nothing's really going maybe it was probably june maybe it was before the fourth of july death man yeah death. it was before i had my pass out moment in the uh the burger king line during the uso fourth of july one of those shoot downs i was actually in the air i had landed back in uh i think balad at the time and they were like is that where you're here were you out of that were you out of balad Oh, Blod was 0507. 0304 okay. was out of Tikrit. Um, so you were hanging uh, out with Saddam. You just didn't know it. Bro. The dude was right down the street. Bro. <laughs> I, spider hole. I, I got, I got to, to Crit uh, like halfway through the unit's deployment, which was interesting all on its own. Like the power of being a warrant officer was very apparent because uh, – when I first got to the unit out of flight school, like fresh FNG out of flight school, literally I show up and, and the guys are like, don't unpack. You're going to Iraq. I'm like, Oh, okay, great. And so, uh, a, a CW four who I still keep in touch with today, rarely, but he, uh, he had come back cause he had leishmaniasis. He got, you know, like the, the sand flea bites and everything he'd recovered and it was me, another W1, and this W4, and they flew us Com Air to Kuwait. Yeah, like that was interesting. Like being, I mean, you're sitting on like Kuwaiti air and like everybody's smoking and like eating <laughs> weird food and you're just cramping the seat, right? You're just supposed to be like, oh, hi, no thanks. I don't want to eat that weird crap. Uh, <laughs> and then like we land in Kuwait in the middle of the night, Com Air. <clears throat> And this W4 just like randomly was like, yeah, we're going to go this way. Grab your bags. I'm like, okay. You know, like two duffel bags and this, and like dragging everything. A warm up we get to one camp and he's like talking to some guy, a couple of handshakes later on a black hawk, like headed across the border. I'm like, I have no idea where we're going. I'm just <laughs> following the W4. Right. And then like we land in by we get off, we sit in a PAX terminal again, like the W4 walks off, shakes a few hands, laughs a couple of times. Ha ha ha, blah, blah, blah. Hey guys, we're getting on a Blackhawk. We're going to the crib. I'm like, I have no idea what we're doing, but I'm a W1, <laughs> so I'm going to do whatever the hell you say. Right. <clears throat> and then like, you know, then we land in Kuwait and it was early on. So they're like, Hey, the, you know, the junior warrant officer tent is over there and it's a tent with like no barriers and everything is covered in sand. I'm like, okay. Sweet. That's cool. Good old days. Oh man, that was great. Yeah. All right, enough of you, Rob. I mean, all right. So there's Tim. All right, Tim. Let's let's let let's get your story. So there you are. You're in college. You're a fucking guard, right? How was how was how was college football life? College was easy. I don't. People have asked me, or you know, interview for jobs and stuff, right? And I haven't. So I haven't. This actually happened. So I interviewed for a new job Friday. And nice. really, but it's still, still where I work, just a different position. So, oh, okay, well, I haven't interviewed in years. That doesn't count. That doesn't count. It really doesn't. It really doesn't. Because same thing, it's a fucking Zoom call. So, it's me <laughs> just getting my way through interviews. In case you guys didn't notice yet, I'm pretty good at bullshitting, although I haven't really done any talking. So, um, no, I mean, it was really funny. It was I, I, even all the way back then, uh, I have a few guys that I went with, uh, I played football with. There's a guy by the name of Keith Maine who 
Uh, unfortunately, he uh, passed away, I think, two years ago. But uh, when I met him, he was probably 27 or 28. He was just the scariest fucking dude you've ever met. And I was big, fine. You know, I was uh, 5'11 and three quarters, six foot. <laughs> hey, we're six foot. All right. No, I'm five eleven three quarters. I know how it works for sports it's in college. You always add two inches and twenty pounds. So, <laughs> Actually, you know what? If you go into Google and Google my name, there's a couple pictures that show up. One is of my cousin, and you can tell it's not me. Uh, but another one is from like a player bio from a University of Wisconsin Platteville. Yeah, you might find this picture. Uh, my collar on this shirt is so tight, my head's about to fucking pop like a pimple. I was five foot <laughs> uh, Yeah, anyhow. So, but I mean, I was a big dude, but this guy Keith was scary as shit because he's like 6'3, probably about 270. Uh, I like the glamour shot. That's pretty legit. I could fuck out of here. Is that my, <laughs> my LinkedIn? Man. Dude, that? Yeah, yeah. You both found it fantastic. Man, that is. Find the Focus. Yeah, focus. Uh, Go ahead, buddy. Sorry. So, you know, <laughs> this guy actually is a funny story. So um, I was known, I didn't find out this guy. He was actually a ranger. He was a seven fifth uh, bat back in, because I went to college in 01. So he was prior to that. He was in seven fifth, probably like 98, 99. But uh, this guy forever knew me as Timmy Blackoff, primarily because Hey, you two are so Googling so fucking hard. I'm listening. I can, I can fucking, I'm I multitasking. Can multitask. I, mean, I may be a boomer. I, yeah. I know. We, we got oh, into hey. the, we got into the chat oh, way before you. And so I was talking to, I had a girlfriend at the time because I was a incoming freshman in college. So I don't want to be bothered. I had roommates. I locked the door. I was sitting there talking to her. It's fucking hot. And I knock on my door, knock on my door, knock on my door. Jesus Christ. So I'm like, what? I open the door and I'm fucking sweaty. And they're like, were you like, Dear Tommy, were you whacking off? And I'm just like, Christ, that didn't die. So the first college party I go to, I roll up on the porch at this place called the Doghouse. It's all the cool guys over there. And there's Keith Maine, this big old ranger. And he's just like, he, oh, by the way, he had a fucking scar that like rolled up on his lip that just, if you weren't intimidated in general, it was like, but big fucking scar. You know what I mean? Like hold his lip up and you're like, Jesus fucking, cheese and rice. <laughs> and he looks at me and he's sitting on this couch on the porch it's 75 degrees in wisconsin it's fall he's like timmy whack off he just starts yelling like, <laughs> timmy whack i don't know if i want to stay in college at this point <laughs> and the bda yeah. has a new nickname timmy yeah. whack off all right i've had a lot of i've had your name in my phone you guys fine but i don't know that shit was all easy it was fine right so i got through college there were, there were a few guys i met that that served and, uh, got me interested actually a buddy of mine that i played with he, he didn't tell anybody this, but he got out of college as soon as he graduated. He enlisted and went to OCS, and he was actually an engineer as well, like I am. So I thought that was kind of interesting. But, um, yeah, it was – I mean, in retrospect, you guys went to school. Like, it wasn't all that special. College is college. Like, people ask you, what was – you know, I was a new college hire doing interviews, and, like, what's the hardest thing you remember about college? And I'm like – Time management. Uh, I mean, well, it, 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 for me, it would depend. The first time I went, like – the hardest part was going to class because i did it i i was convinced i'm just here to play baseball and apparently you have to go to class and maintain like some sort of academic eligibility that was not explained to me all right yeah that was division one isn't it 
What's that? Like you were you were big time, weren't you? No, 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 no. No, I was I was just like uh I was No, I'm gonna call you big time because I have enough fucking nicknames, it's your turn. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, yeah. And then like, like I always tell everybody who comes in, cause I've told this stupid little army story a million times, but it's like, like I got to college and I realized everybody's good and I'm not anymore. Like that's how college baseball was for me. It's like, Oh shit. Everyone's good. I am. I really don't belong here if we're being honest and I'm not getting past this level. So fuck. But you know, I mean, that still you- wasn't enough for me. Cause I was too stupid to realize like, okay, you know that part, but you're still not going to class each day. What do you like, what are you doing? Like that, that, like, I was not prepared for college in terms of uh, or in terms of the academic part whatsoever. I wasn't prepared for college either. I don't think. I mean, that's like that's a separate discussion. Yeah. I don't think I high school in any way prepares you. Yeah, like I remember my first year, I was academically ineligible to return, and so I went. And I remember my athletic director. She told me you need to get your GPA up for a semester, and then you can come back. And I was like, okay, cool. Yeah. So I did that. I got straight A's. I go back and she's like, well, you have to sit out a semester and, and do it again up here now. I'm like, all right. So you fucking, so in my head, I'm taking this personal, like she fucking lied to me and I'm just going to, you know what I'm going to do in, in, in protest. I'm just, Wait, not gonna, I'm just not going to go to school at all. That's I'm totally back. an Eric thing to do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that doesn't sound like an Eric thing to do. Whoa. Yeah. So yeah. And then, you know, shortly thereafter 9-11 happened and I joined the fucking army and whatever. Whatever. But yeah, I'll show her. I don't even remember her name. I remember her face, but I was like, now I look back on that. I'm like, how dumb are you to take like someone literally trying to help you get your life together and you're taking it personal? Like that wasn't yeah. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there are worse things to happen, Eric. I mean, I know, but the, the irony, she's sitting there trying to explain it to me, like, well, you just got a 4.0, you can do it again. It's like, that's not the fucking point. The fucking point is, <laughs> no, I didn't say that to her, I wouldn't say that out loud, but <laughs> she's just, um, it's so oh dumb. man, so dumb, yeah. And the irony of all of that is, is uh, if it wasn't for that, then I would never have met you too. Okay. Oh, See how good that was? So Look at that. That was what good. A segue. Hell yeah. What a segue. All right. Let's get back to some, let's talk some CrossFit shit. All right. I know. Let's, let's do some nerd shit. Um, oh. Because CrossFit's changed a lot since we've, we met each other in the, uh, the great spring in 2015. Yeah. Uh, Rich Fronin has come and gone from an individual competitor. Still winning titles, I guess, as a team guy. Uh, Matt Fraser has now retired. It looks like, right? That's uh, huge. The the women are, I don't know, since Camila Blanc Bazinet have just been entirely too boring to watch. Here's what I don't understand. Let me see if you can explain this to me, Tim, because you you know you, mm-hmm. you did compete athletically. You've seen really great people, really great talented people, probably more talented than yourself. I'm saying like so that I bring that up because I know you've seen really good and great athletes. And why has CrossFit Essentially, with Rich Froning, Matt Fraser, and Tia Claire Toomey, why is there really no competition? Like, there's other people there, but they're really just there. Like, they don't. There's not enough money in it. I don't under. I don't think that's it, though. But because these are, it's still the best people doing it, right? I, I think there's this. There's like an unwritten rule when you look at professional team sports and stuff like that. Like, there's just a level, and when you get someone who pokes out above that level, they kind of get. Yeah, they get the notoriety and stuff, but but in a sport like football, like yeah, sure, athletic ability matters, but still, eleven dudes on the field, right? Mm-hmm. 
CrossFit's definitely individual. And if you go look right. at individual sports like track and field, I've watched a lot of that lately, you know, for whatever reason, right? And, and they're competing not against one another. They're competing against a set, uh, I mean, it's standard, right? You run the yeah. 400, the four by one, the 100, high jump, long jump, triple jump, shot, all that shit. It's just a standard. It is a thing, you know? CrossFit, yeah, there are, uh, you know, the benchmarks and the girls and shit like that. And so mm-hmm. that's always a test. But you keep throwing new shit out there and you just see people who excel at individual events, right? But there's no standard per se, right? Like you can recycle some of those things, but also, you know, it, you're going to see differentiation, but I don't think you you see the same, you know, level of people standing out up against the standard, right? So I say all that to say like a team sport, people tend to stand out as individuals, but they're still part of a team, right? Yeah. Jerseys sell, but they're still part of a team, right? Everybody fucking hates or loves Tom Brady, Jersey sell, all that really matters at the yeah. end of the day, right? Individual sports, you've got standards to live up to, but CrossFit doesn't, it's it's not as strict of a standard, frankly. Like, well, I, I mean, so I kind of agree with you, but at the same time, I think, I think there's, I, I think it's that to another level, because if you look at, say when you, back when there was regionals, if you look at the regionals performances before they stopped, it got to a point where it wasn't just specialists excelling. You got to a point where, you know, you had a, a guy like Josh Bridges who is talented, uh, not, uh, physically capable, but like he had a hole and you got to a point at regionals where you couldn't have a bad workout, right? You know, you, you look at towards the end of the regionals where you couldn't have a finish outside the top 10 and still qualify because but everybody was good. I also don't think Bridges had a hole. I think he's just limited by his fucking birth. Guys. The guy's five foot five, right? And we've seen it seems to be like Fraser is five six, five seven by all accounts, but still, like for whatever reason, it seems like the CrossFit wheelhouse is the rich Fronin, right? You're five well, eight to five nine, yeah, you're 190 yeah. to 195 pounds, yeah, because that's big enough to be strong. But you know, yeah. 30 pounds over Josh Bridges yeah. or 20, whatever it is, that limits yeah. your ability to do move or to, or to move the heavier weight that people need to, right? Which is why I would have said, and what we were talking about, Rob, like you weren't going to fuck with Tim in terms of weight if he could get the technique down when it came to the Olympic lifts. But yeah, you know, I look at this dumbass shit that he logs like, oh, I'm just deadlifting 575 and doing workouts with 425, like it's for fucking fun. Well, they say that in Olympic lifting, right? Like mass moves mass, and Tim's got a lot of fucking mass. All right, let's just be straight. Okay. <laughs> yeah, like if Tim had technique, he should snatch four hundred. Let's let's be honest. With his brute strength coupled oh. with technique, you should snatch four hundred. I I think, I think if Tim, and 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 this goes to like another like tangent. I think if Tim exclusively trained Olympic weightlifting and for didn't a, have a year. Family. <laughs> and didn't have a family, yeah. but well, like it just exclusively trained Olympic. We're a real job. We're a real job. I'm, I'm qualified. Like I'm saying he qualifies for not only the American open, but he qualifies probably for nationals. Like, and that's at what, how old, are, how old are you now, Tim? We find this so difficult. It's the same reason that Froning and Frazier got out when people are like, Oh, he's just at his prime. Like that's all they do. It's yeah. like bodybuilding, right? I mean, all you do is you focus on what you eat, when you eat, yeah. when you eat how you eat. That's all you fucking do. And so I'm sure Frazier, like a lot of people look at him and go, Oh, I don't understand. Like he's fucking tired. Well, I think he just wanted no, to I, beat, I, I think he wanted to do I think he wanted to beat Froning's record of four individual titles in a row, right? And right. Well, I mean, and give it like give it up to Froning. Uh, give it to Frazier because here here's here's the thing that I think is I admire about him to the nth degree. That dude let nobody know what he was doing. 
You didn't see him trying to cash in on the online programming deal, like, oh, follow my program. I'm well, you got to look like, at the evolution. Like, well, he but, did wait, nothing. Okay. But he retired, and now what's he doing? Well, of course. It's almost like it's too little too late. Because remember – let, I'm, dude, I'm, many, no, I get like, it. His his YouTube channel exploded, dude. No, I know. I got that. I'm like, saying he, the pee. reason it's going to work for someone like him is because he still is the fucking five-time CrossFit Games champion, right? Yeah, he was on But what I'm saying is we were in Kuwait. Who started it? Oh, man, dude. We were doing What's Rich doing. Exactly. It was Frodo well, like, that started it. I mean, honestly, that Wait. was the <laughs> first. that was my first experience with online programming because yeah, Eric yeah. was like, Yo, bro, I only do one thing. I do what's Rich doing, and that's it. <laughs> that shit, I, do, I don't want to do what you're doing. I want to do what and you're yeah, doing. Like, that's, that's 100% Eric. Like, hey, that's cool. I'm going to do what's Rich doing. Yeah, and then we all did. And sorry, Rich, but there was probably like 10 of us using your one thing. So we you know, we were ripping them off. But, you know. And, and but, I, just, I remember looking at the volume of program like, dude, I'm going to have to do like two or three days. Dude, that shit was about insane. The fucking time, Rob. Yeah. That was, but it was so weird because it actually worked because we were able to almost be in that environment where Tim's describing, like, that's all you have to do is work out. That's all you get to do. And we could do it. Now we so didn't have I, the skill. So, I mean, like, <laughs> honest, between you guys, like, tell me, I, I, I played, I played uh, division one tennis. Yeah, I was about to, to say, college. like, I forgot to mention, Rob actually is the division one athlete amongst us. He was a tennis that's player. No, 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 no. NCAA <laughs> division two. Whatever. Like he, Rob years. was a tennis anyway. player, right? He's, he, Rob's an athlete as well. No one be. Uh, um, so, Eric, were you in AI? Okay, we got two yeah. division three. Sorry, proceed. Yeah, on. no, I was NAI Division One, so that doesn't count either. But anyway, tell me, like, honest, the year that we were in Kuwait, I have never ever felt more like a professional athlete. Exactly. Yes, because we had our food never. for free. We ate whatever the fuck we want, whenever we wanted. It was midnight free. chow. Dude, mm -hmm. I could eat eight eggs for breakfast, four chicken breasts throughout the yeah. day, and then on Saturdays we'd go eat a whole fucking pizza from Pizza Hut yeah. and yeah. a gallon of milk and a roll of fucking Chewy Chips Ahoy. Yeah. Do you remember? <laughs> do you remember the the Timmy Manch Midnight Chow Burrito? Do you remember that thing? That was that was that was Zone One Burrito. Yeah. Or like Sunday, you could go up to Zone Describe One and get the French French Toast Stick Mountain that I brought I over from BDA. Afghanistan. BDA, describe the burrito. I don't know why this is a problem, but listen, I, I, I was going to say, uh, before I describe this burrito and let everybody's you know, hopes down, that was the first time since uh, seventh or eighth grade I broke 230 <laughs> on the downstroke. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was a good, that was a good year. Um, we get down to zone one on Sundays, right? The, the, uh, the, the brunch down there. Yeah. And I would, I think first I would go through the sandwich wrap line yeah. and get the wrap with nothing. So I'd have like a giant, just a giant wrap. And I'd be like, thank you. No, that's all. And it was <laughs> like the, and it was like the Chipotle burrito wraps, not like the yeah, little yeah, like soft like, taco deal. It was like a 16 inch thing, you know, like a <laughs> big wrap. <laughs> then I would go to the, the regular line and I would get bacon to line the, the wrap and then I'd say no that's good and then I would go to the omelet line and get an omelet and, and just put the omelet in the middle of the wrap and then I would go over to like the bagel station and eat cream cheese <laughs> so I could put cream cheese on top of the omelet 
before I wrapped it to lock everything in. And the hash browns. You're forgetting the hash browns. Oh, I remember. Right. I remember this dude right. like taking an omelet with bacon and then going back to the breakfast line like, can I get two I hash get, browns? I had to line to the main line to get hash browns and bacon, not just bacon, hash browns and bacon. And then to the omelet stand to get the omelet. And then I have to go over to the bagel stand to get the, yeah. Uh, and you guys were really mad about that. What? I mean, I don't really know why. I just remember the look of fright on the TCNs as they were watching you assemble this. Yeah, because those guys are all 130 pounds. They're not BDAs like this guy, Tim. They don't know what it means to eat and perform. You know, we we abuse those food lines, right? Like, probably my favorite. Those guys would come in and be like, like, I think we got it. We just tailored what we were eating to what was available. You know, like, we weren't precocious about it. It was like, there's a a tub of salad. I'm just going to have salad today and some chicken, right? Like, that was the first time I cut weight, right? You have the people that were super like snooty about it. And they come and be like, I want an egg white omelet with spinach and whatever. And like nerds. that whole station dude yeah. would just look at him and like ladle out of the yellow tub. Just keep yeah. Icon. Yeah. <laughs> just get, yeah. On the griddle. It was great. God. Was it, great. it really was. Um, but yeah, I think you're right. That's, that's an excellent point, Rob. That's, you know, for nine months we were... Unpaid I, professional I, athletes, unpaid. I mean, really, I know I mean, we were paid. I like, guess first in the fifteen. Yeah, like I had, like I had a job, or you know, I went and I did. Like, yeah, you guys worked way things. more than me. Like, I would. I remember, I had that silly little thing I did probably two years ago. I was like, I'm just gonna do the workout that I did on this day when we were in Queen. Yeah, and I was like, it got to the point where I was like, I can't. I don't have enough time to do this shit. Yeah. Like, how, where did? Yeah. It, yeah. And then if I wasn't in the gym, I was literally sitting in my little area in the fucking transient housing, just, you know, binge watching Netflix. Well, it wasn't Netflix then. It was. No, I had the VPN, dude. I was Netflix yeah. all day. No, I didn't have Netflix. It was, it was something that was like a Netflix knockoff, but it was, it was hosted in Sweden or Switzerland or some shit. But anyway, I was just watching TV. And then if I got bored, I was like, well, I guess I'll just go over to the gym and I'll do something. But like, I mean, like it was like a it was like a hundred foot walk to the gym. It wasn't like I even had to do it. It was. It was oh, you were right around the corner. That's right. Yeah, yeah. I was spoiled, man. Like, but nowadays, I feel like it's it's even more apparent nowadays that CrossFit as an exercise methodology is different from CrossFit the sport. Oh, yeah, and it, I think it, we even were now even more that. than ever. I mean, it's the same thing. Like, it's no different than like dudes who want to play basketball on the weekends in the YMCA and think they're fucking LeBron James. Like, bro, you're not right now. Tim says there's not enough money. And here's, here's what I want people to remember. So for those people who don't know, Rich Froning did five individual CrossFit games. He came in second in his very first one and he won the next four before he went to teams. Yeah. The very first one, when he got second place, his prize money as he stood on a fucking plate or a, it was like two plates. He had, yeah. he won $500. Yeah. They stacked some 45s up and they're like, yeah. here's your trophy. The next year when he won Reebok, as Rob is reminding us via his shirt became the sponsor and he won 200, 200, what? 250 or $275,000. Like that's a very significant yeah. cash influx yeah. into the sport. And my issue with, the prize money overall is that kind of what Tim's saying as well, regardless, because there's still enough people trying to do it. Um, you can't be a CrossFit Games athlete and live off your prize money unless you win. 
because uh, 100%. You know, from 300,000 plus a few more, maybe two or 3,000 for individual events tacked on from winning to if you come in 10th, you get like 20 grand that pays for your fucking trip basically. And your supporters and your coach maybe for that week, like there's not enough money for everyone in it. There's not a salary. There's none of that shit. And you know, I'm not first. I know we're, we're talking about the new s- sponsor, Rob, like it doesn't surprise me when, Hey man, just, Reebok just got sold for 15 million. They don't have the money to look, do this shit anymore. Look, Reebok, Reebok, look, you look at the, the, the cash infusion that Reebok had put into the games, by the way, Here's the example. I'm wearing a Reebok t-shirt. If you look at the label, which I cut off, it would say Adidas. Right. Right. It was like, <laughs> I mean, like, come on, man. But I mean, here's the deal. I have no, I have no worries about no bull paying for the CrossFit games. I mean, you're charging well, I just like, want Yeezy, them, I like Yeezy boost money for some flip-flops. Like, I just come want on, man. To, yeah. I, look, I will never buy it. And there's, look, I'm telling you right now, I would, I am looking into the camera. I did not have i will never buy anything from noble because i think it's the biggest fucking gimmick that ever came out and it originated i bought a pair of shoes fuck I, that I, no I had, i'm not I doing it no no i had a pair of high tops you had no what were those high tops you had quick what were those what's that those high tops i didn't have the high tops yeah you did i think did? you had the noble high top oh no, no 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 i had uh wait no those were Reebok. Yeah, those Reebok, are Reebok had the the the, oh. the lifter yeah. lights. Yeah, those are Reebok, which were like the modern chucks. Those are freaking amazing. I don't look. Know here's they, my like thing. They, I don't. They I don't redid those, but I don't know what no no bull is gonna. I don't know what the payout is gonna be. I don't. I, if they keep it great, if they increase it even better, what I am saying is that if you're gonna have what is it, twenty male athletes? Is that what they're trying to do? Twenty from each? Like I don't know. Whatever. If you qualify for the fucking cross, like, well, here's my thing. As another rant, let me just stick with the prize money first, and then I'll go on the next fucking rant. The top twenty fucking people need to get paid at a minimum. The the, whoever comes in twentieth should be leaving with fifty. There's plenty of fucking money in that sport. There's plenty of money from sponsors. Sponsorship, man. Like, look Uh, at it. There's plenty. There's thirty thousand affiliates paying three thousand dollars a year just from affiliates, right? So let's not even get into what Glassman did to tear the brand down last oh. year. We'll, we'll leave that alone because Eric Rosas is coming. I think it's Rosas. He's come in and he's doing his thing. <clears throat> Put it this way. There is more than enough money to pay the top 20 fucking people if you average that out 50 on up to whatever your, your winner is going to take. But here's my thing that I really don't like, and I wanted to kind of get your opinion on this, is um, – Tim, you know, this is no different than when we did fucking company events at the, at the CrossFit gym in Eric John. If we have a team and it's you and I, what were we called? Like something, the blonde, I don't know. We did something and I did the bare minimum and, and, and Tim won everything. <laughs> right. But then other people send like their best people and they don't do shit. It's like, I don't want to see the fucking champion from South Africa going up against Matt Fraser. I don't want to see the champion of France going up. Like you're not going to compete. I just want to see the, the 20 best people, which I think they're starting to do again, based on this sectional thing that they've brought back, but I'm sorry, man. And I only say it from a financial aspect as well. It's like you had all these people two years ago, send all these people for one fucking event. And Castro was like, bye. Like, come on. That's just dumb. Uh, I mean, look, that's controversial. I, I, Good. I, mean, I hope it is. Am I wrong? Individual like, event type sports. Right. So like I, I said track and field before, whatever it is, Diamond League or the – Right, the and I get that. That's a, it's a good comparison. But, but the point is, 
you, you're right. You have to make it equitable and, and somewhere between prize winnings for individual events. And, and maybe it shouldn't even be like uh, the overall winner. Like if you say the games, like every individual event winner gets a 10 grand bonus or something like that. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a lot of ways to flourish this. Right. But it is about um, endorsements and stuff like that. Right. Because yeah. you don't have to make them rich. You just have to make them make a living and let them yeah. pursue their <clears throat> passion which is the sport right but i mean that more accessible then that's even better right you spell that out and, and show that there's a capacity to do that you're going to get more people involved like it, it's it's but that's a terrible model right because it's not like the nfl is like well you know league minimum is 400 grand like fuck it i'm gonna try to make me league minimum like you're not you piece of shit well just, at least they got a union to negotiate that right yeah yeah yeah, I mean, yeah. It, it's just it's not it doesn't make it more accessible like it should be more about the community like the fact that we did CrossFit together was because we sat down and said, we want to do what's rich doing and we got a yeah. good time we felt better in shape, all that kind of bullshit. Right. Yeah. Now it's like, uh, you're competing to be the best at some bullshit. Like, oh, okay. So I'm going to give this guy shit. There's a guy at my gym. Um, <laughs> it, it's not necessarily about him. Like I'm going to give him sort of it's bullshit, <laughs> but it is what it is. So, uh, my box does not have, uh, any metal weights except for like fives and two and a half and some fractional weights. Right. That's pretty typical. Right. Um, right. But I don't, whatever this sounds, however the fuck it sounds. Um, when you use 55 pound plates and you put four on the bar, so you get well, eight on the bar, right. Four on each side. That's uh, 440. 485. Right. With 55 the bar. Yeah. 485, yeah. yeah. You've got about uh, an inch and a half of bar left. Okay. So yeah. I, I have to use like monster bands, the, the shit that you do, like monster walks with little this bands. Is, this, this is Tim's deadlift warm up. This, this, this is the Tim's Insta famous, like, this is what I have to do to get a workout. This is, let me finish, Jack. I had to do the other day, right? So I, I, it was like 25s and I did 45s and I just, I didn't, whatever. So that's 575, right? Because four 55s and I'm 45. But they're hanging off the end of the bar. Well, there's this cat at my gym. Um, say his name ethan you'll never know it was you <laughs> I give him, he, had these, he had these 100 pound steel plates that he he got himself right it was cool he got it he said hey uh i only work out of the box so i'm gonna bring him in the box and he brought him in and and they sat there and no one ever fucking touched him and one day i was like hey can i borrow those and then uh i did because i was gonna use them in the adventure dome and then i just didn't take them back for six months because i was kind of a dickhead so i did and then <laughs> right it's fine. I did. And, and they got used and it was great. Uh, and then one day he was like, Hey, can I borrow some 25 pound dumbbells? And it's been a year and he hasn't given them back, <laughs> but he took his hundred pound plates home. And so we're doing this deadlift workout the other day. And like, I, I can only do what I can literally fit on the bar. Like I can't balance shit on top of the bar. And I mean, BDA problems, yeah, exactly. BDA, BDA problems. problems, man. Don't have this issue. I know. I know. But the point is like, what if he didn't bring them back on purpose? Like, why is it a competition? Shouldn't we celebrate? Like, we've had a bunch of, we had we had a couple of chicks in the gym that hit. I think one of them hit like three thirty on a deadlift, or two of them Damn, hit like three twenty, three thirty. There was some, uh, you know, like women that you would. Uh, was just, it you, sumo? Huh? Was it sumo? <laughs> no, I mean, like you should. We should be celebrating. I'm serious. I see. No, it wasn't. It was regular, right? I, you okay. know, you see people right. that are hitting PRs that are not, you know, like a two twenty, two twenty five PR for. Yeah women that are somewhere between like 35 and 55, you know? Mm-hmm. And like, that's 
that's that's fucking great like yeah, that's pretty fucking congratulations you know yeah meanwhile awesome. old, old boys over here like i'm just gonna keep my plates at home and bring them to the six o'clock class so that the fucking this big dumb asshole doesn't deadlift more that, than that's, actually big that's dumb like animal, a, not big dumb <laughs> that's a separate <laughs> problem man wait like, so do we know I mean, he's brought them back or maybe he's so no, they're them? definitely not there i don't know i'm hypothesizing. I mean, you know covid's been hitting people I, you get a lot of money for 100 pound plates bro, i'm just saying on the black the market inflation the that's inflation, a lot of money inflation on those plates bro, 100 pound uh, plate will get you 5k facebook <laughs> marketplace man <laughs> but i think what he's describing is um yeah, it's there's a difference it's, between. It's not doing CrossFit for the community. Right. It's, it it's competitive. You're the so competitive. Just right. to say you're able to do something better than. Something. I mean, you guys look. Okay. I'm probably fucking. Rob, you up. don't go to boxing anymore. Right? So well, no, so here's like, no here's I have I have, so I've dropped in at a couple of boxes. I'm actually so I I've worked out by myself that, done on programming. I hate the term box. I just hate the. Uh, word. I don't know what it is. All I hate right. the word. But anyway, go ahead. So. <laughs> I've, I've worked out almost exclusively for probably like the last five, six years, man. And like done some, done, done some of my own stuff, like in my extensive garage gym or whatever. Your gym looks nice. Uh, but, uh, dude, dude, the basement gym, like that's probably the only reason I bought that house. And Sorry. also hold on before um, he goes, I just, for, for those who don't realize, like Rob is an athlete because pound for pound, I feel like he's stronger than the two of us when it comes to Olympic lifts. Cause Not he still anymore. cleans 245 yeah. and I don't get it. Cause he weighs like yeah. a buck 20. Uh, <laughs> 255 like a couple weeks ago. Yeah. 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 That's I, I, I will never, it'll never happen for me. It's just never going to happen. Uh, 130% of your body weight. Yeah. It, never going to happen for me. You know, that's like Tim doing 365, man. <laughs> Which he like <laughs> he could do, he could do. I mean, you know, body weight clean for him, he could do. I'm just saying it. Like I still remember you doing 245 when we were in Kuwait, and so, I was like, I don't understand. Like that was the most demoralizing moment for me because I had this a bit of a buildup in my head. Like I'm, I'm probably gonna be pretty good in a few months, and then I watched, you know, Rob at 175 pounds do 245, and I still couldn't barely do 195 i was like fuck this all, all of that progression <laughs> happened while i was in kuwait man like I, the first time i power cleaned 225 was like tim was holding my freaking android phone uh you know and like that was the first time i power cleaned 225 i mean can't believe that, you're android. that's that's embarrassing yeah i know anyway <laughs> goodness gracious you, but you know what, I, a lot of that happened while i was at kuwait and and i mean even when I, like, I came back, um, I went through a period where I, I remember I, I was telling you guys, I took a year and all I did was focus on the Olympic lifts. That's all I did. Um, I was right. following John Norris programming with, uh, with team do Fan fantastic. <laughs> like that was such a freaking bargain. That guy's amazing. Um, but you know, I mean, I've said it before, Eric, you can power clean more than me. Because you're freaking stronger than me. It's just, it's a technique deal. Well, yeah, I know. Exactly. Well, I, I, I do have, yeah, I got it. It's all excuses for me at this point in my life. Um, no, really. but I mean, but like if we, if we broke, like if we broke down the, the I mean, I still literally like this is like from breaking my arm, this is the flexibility in my right shoulder. So I'm always limited in the front rack position. Like I literally yeah, can't please. touch the shoulder with my right arm, my left arm. I can give myself a massage. I can't. Yeah. So that's always been now snatching is different. 
Um, yeah. I think the most I ever actually did a legit squat snatch in was 185. And I've never tried to go heavier than that because it just, I don't trust myself. No, I, don't, I know Tim probably power snatches 225, but I think that was always his limit was like <laughs> the squat snatch, right? Like that was. Yeah. You're referring no, to I, one time we did that competition. And I was that fucking big Dan, dumb. Was it Dan? No. Hanging out and no, who was powered everything. Do you, so do you, do you remember that competition where it was like cleans and burpees, over the bar burpees. And Tim finishes like the clean at 315. He's like, is that it? Are we going to do another bar? <laughs> like, like that was, that was me. Right? And, uh, what was it that? was you and Dan. It was you and Dan. Was Dan yeah, like, but it wasn't the it last bar. And you're like, there's no other bar. Oh, that was the clean thing. But you know what? Wasn't yeah. that, was that, was that the competition we did over like a weekend? Yeah, it was like yeah, the, that was what? fun, man. Like, cause there was like a, a, here's, here was my favorite moment of Tim. Now I remember it was that fucking sled push. Do you remember that shit, Rob? Did you watch that? Think so. Dude, it was like a sled push with yeah. it was either one plate or two plates on it, and everyone's yeah. doing it in like I don't know 25, 20. I don't even remember what it was. But Tim goes out there and runs it full speed, like yeah. it's a fucking football drill, doesn't get remotely tired because it just doesn't weigh enough to get him tired. And like I questioned whether or not that yeah. sled was even on the ground. Like he just it picked was, it up and like <laughs> just like ran with it. Yeah, but then I remember, like, do you remember what your box jump was, Tim? Because I was always curious. I think that was the Terrible. one thing I didn't uh, see you do. 42 or 43 yeah, inches. Yeah, because mine was like 40. Uh, yeah. what that's is, weird, what is, though, because, like, that's like a vertical leap is pure hip explosion, and you clearly have that. Like, that's obviously why you're so strong. You have nah, very body weight, bro. Weight pushing down on Yeah, but no, I just, because what's it say? Was it, is it Dan? Is that his name? Yeah. I mean, I know who we're talking about. I just can't remember. His yeah. name. I have him on fucking Instagram. But yeah, I remember he jumped like 52 inches. It was fucking yeah. stupid. Like he, could, like, he could literally, like, he was a great athlete, but another dude who just, I don't know, there's limits to this shit, right? Because we find all these guys who are very, 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 very good but they ain't got a shot at beating fucking the Fronings and the Frasers in the world. And even the dudes well, I think, runners up like fucking Olsen and shit. Now, now this new guy, I think they, time still, has they don't, too. they still don't compete. They still don't uh, legitimately threat. Do you remember like the last event? Fraser didn't yeah. even fucking try and won. Yeah. yeah. Like, like he literally just tried to yeah. stay with Tia and they still fucking won. It made no sense. And that was a, that was a grinder event, right? Where it's going to take 45 minutes to an hour. He didn't. That's, that's an like, he if it's try. taking games athletes that long to finish that workout, that's something no that, average person yeah. should exactly. ever try. That fucking dude yeah. didn't even try and he still won and Noah Olsen's he's Fraser's looking back like you could go beat me if you'd like. Like he wasn't even gonna try to win it and, and Olsen still couldn't catch him. It's like, dude, I don't understand. I've never seen a sport where I know Tim was trying to explain this, but I've never seen and I get we're still very young in the the the, the evolution of this sport, if we're gonna be honest. I've never seen a sport where it's just so dominated by the winners at the top, especially in the male That's side. True. But I mean, even now, I mean, Tia, these women don't even, it's not even a competition for Tia. But think about how much you have to have line up. Like you, it doesn't to, seem like much, that, Rob, if you win, every, you win five years in like, a row and it's not even close. But I mean, to win at that <laughs> level, you have to be oh, so good. Like remember the old, you remember the old beyond the whiteboard discussions of like, Hey, if you're logging on beyond the whiteboard, 
understand this. If you are not in the 99th percentile yeah. of every single thing you do, you can't go to regionals. You cannot <laughs> go even to, even to regionals. Yeah. And that was Tim. You know? Tim was always like 97. It was like, oh, yeah. so close, bro. We're like 78 and feeling happy about it. And Tim's like 97. Ah, <laughs> oh, you're still not there, man. Oh, like, hey, Tim, like, Tim, honestly, you couldn't squeeze out two more reps? Like, Seriously, really? bro. Come on now, man. I think you but should that, do that one That's again. what I think the problem is, man, is like this bell curve gets weird really quickly because there's a ton of us that are in the middle. And then that really – but it's also why I kind of feel like it's it's kind of getting to the point where – I think I use major league baseball as a better qualifier because the only other thing that's remotely close, I would say is the NBA. Cause only five guys are on the floor on each team. There's only, yeah. there's only eight guys who aren't pitchers on the baseball field. You know, there's 11 guys in football. Do you, people don't realize just how vast the gap is between the guys who are just on the fucking court or on the field. And yeah. then as opposed to the guys who were in training camp or who got invited to spring training or who well, gets I mean, playing the G League in basketball? Like, you ain't that even good, further man. than that. You're that good, but you ain't that good. You know what I mean? And then well, there's all of us who are like, I'm at... gonna make the CrossFit Games. Like, no, the fuck, yeah. you're not. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, think think about some of the guys that have tried to make the transition, right? Like, uh, like Sonny Webster, that dude from the UK. Like, wasn't he gonna try his hand at CrossFit? And then uh, a couple of weightlifters were gonna try their their hand at CrossFit. They're like, oh, I got banned from weightlifting, so I'm just gonna be a CrossFit. Because yeah, you're like, a fucking drug. Well, you know what's weird yeah. though, also. Tim and I want to get your take on this because I go back to Froning. Guy was a he was a Division two baseball player and he quit after his first year because he just wasn't that good and he wanted to go be a firefighter, right? Uh, Fraser, he was he was on the path to be an Olympic lifter. He was in the training, he got injured, and they, he just wasn't that good, right? Uh, Tia Claire Toomey is probably the the outlier because but that's Australia, and so I'm not trying to knock Australia, but it ain't America. Um, <laughs> I'm just saying when it comes to athletes. Whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. Right? Frazier was Frazier was a national champ in weightlifting. Was he? Yeah, I I, I I'm almost almost I think, I, I think almost, like yeah, you're not certain, but you're almost certain, and I'm almost certain you're wrong. So what Rob who what now? He Matt said, Frazier. He said I, Matt I Fraser was a national champion. Was, I think he was junior national champion. 1700, something like that. Yeah, it's not okay. like it's not like the guy. I mean, yeah. look, so so we can we can we can be honest. Like our best athletes still don't like you know what CrossFit's for me, and it's probably because of what Tim said. The money's not there. Our best athletes are still significantly bigger, faster, and stronger than these dudes. Now maybe they can't run a mile like some of these fuckers, but our best athletes are still in the NFL and NBA and basketball and and I, I would argue that's why we I would argue that's why we don't do as well as we should do in a sport like soccer because our best athletes aren't in it. Right. Yeah, that's true. Right. So, but if we're looking at CrossFit and, and we seem to see like who seems to be the guy that's winning is not the fucking six foot three or six foot five freak. It's a dude who's like five, nine, 195, 200 pounds. Maybe that's the sweet spot for to be able to do the strength, but then to be able to do all the fucking the stuff with high capacity. Right moving you know, all the, whatever CrossFit's meant to be, you know, moving what's the fucking prescription of CrossFit constantly varied, constantly varied across broad high time intensity. and modal domains, right? Yeah. High yeah. intensity, uh, you know, maybe, maybe a LeBron James can't do all that shit, but he could probably do a lot of shit if he trained for it. Right. But think about like uh, one of my favorite athletes of all time, Kalipa, right? Yeah. B was the original BDA. 
Like, no, right, dude. <laughs> I mean, dude, he's so, your so blueprint. The, the of athletes that are successful in CrossFit tend to be like slightly bigger, right? You don't start with like I would almost say like a Fikowski is a, an anomaly. He's an outlier, yeah. A small a swimmer. Guy. That dude's a swimmer. Yeah, right. Like that is an outlier, right? But you look at. And, and Spieler too, I guess, did not lie right. Oh, he, Chris Spieler to this day is the most underappreciated dude. Like, if you yeah. go back and look at the open, not to cut you off because I am cutting you mm-hmm. off, but I'm gonna let you pick this up. It, like two years ago, like it was the clean, like a one rep clean. If you go and look at what his body weight was, yeah, times the amount of weight he did, it's not yeah. even close. But you know what? He did like three something which is a joke compared to all these fucking freaks who are significantly bigger you know what i mean but anyway i'm sorry go ahead 160 pounds right like yeah and that's what i mean is uh guys who have been wildly successful tend to be a bigger like an endomorph you know and they've scaled down and they've just gotten more fit yeah eric i was wondering about this. <laughs> well, like, like he drinks too much he has to take a leak but they've been endomorphs and they've been bigger body size right and and like a Kalipa have to plug I, in the computer. That's a problem. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> but Kalipa is, I think a good example, right? Because he was, yeah, a great, the original BDA, but like, have you ever done uh, what is it? It was like uh, an EMOM 20 minutes uh, on the even minute you do 20 row Cal on the odd minute you do fucking 20 burpees. Like, I can't, I can't uh, do that. And, and it's I insane. Can't, I can't right? do one he round of that. Applied, he just applied potato strength. You know what I mean? It was like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. this, yeah. you know, he had n- not great form, not great coaching. Yeah. You know, he was just raw power output. And I think the difference is like he had the desire, but behind Froning and Frazier and a lot of those guys, it's not like they're just doing on their own. They've got coaching, they've got nutritionists, they've got all this resource that's available to them. And, and they are willing to dedicate to doing nothing but that, you know? And like, you guys give me shit and like, yeah, if I lost 50 pounds, <laughs> yeah, it's fucking dangerous. That's a lot of weight to lose. <laughs> like I said, I, I enjoy cooking, as you've seen. I enjoy drinking. I've got kids that some mornings I wake up and I don't go to the gym because my fucking four-year-old is there like poking me in the back because it's 530 in the morning and I'd rather just sit there, you know? Like <laughs> there's not that level of distraction for the elite athletes. They don't have those things. And you look at when Frazier, when Frazier excuse me, retired, he had kids finally, right? I'm sorry, I'm afraid you're froning. Froning, yeah, yeah, yeah. Froning retired, right? He had he had little kids, and it was just, I mean, frankly, if you train all day and go to your gym, like you're just not around, you know. And right. even well, and, I mean, and, and, and to that stuff. point, well, and to that point, like Kalipa, he's one of the few guys that had a separation between his two victories. Right? He's also the first guy to come up with how to be profitable as a businessman in in, in CrossFit. Goodbye. Yeah, and but that goes from his background, man. That guy. Was yeah, he came from the global world, but he, he's yeah. he's he's the first guy, and I don't even think but, anyone's done it since. I know Fronin opened another CrossFit gym in Michigan with his cousin, but that's he's not trying to be global. But to to Tim's credit, though, Kalipa, like the the dude won it when you didn't have to be good at everything, and then he comes back. Well, who was after, second place? Yeah, remember? Yeah, Spieler. Yeah. <laughs> it was but, yeah. out with fucking headphones. <laughs> yeah. You know, doing doing body weight thrusters or whatever it fucking was on that last event while Kalipa's walking around at 205 and Spieler, yeah. that poor guy, is doing his body weight. Like yeah. it wasn't set up in originally for a guy like Spieler to win. And I argue No, but he's still freaking jet. goes back to your he's still freaking point. Yeah. Bridges will win individual events, like he won Murph, but he's never gonna win the CrossFit games. 
Well, I mean, how many times did he get close on the like? How many times did he win the open or finish in the top five? You know, yeah, but the open, the opens, the open doesn't count. The opens over five weeks, right? CrossFit Games is is a five to seven day event, whatever you want to call it. But, and that's why I felt like Froning was always able to win is because he was the first guy to like. Why do we got to work out once a day? Why don't we yeah. work out twice a day? Why don't we work out yeah. three? Why don't we just work out all fucking day? And by the time yeah. Sunday came, all these dudes are tired and sore. And Frona's like, what's up, bro? Let's do this again. And he yeah. could pull away and win. Is that not the point. The fact that you can like work out and like, oh, I'm just, I'm going to go to my office now because there's food and water in there. <laughs> an hour later and like warm up again and work out and just yeah. go back to my office because there's food and water in there. <laughs> it's like That's me cool. and Kuwait. It was great. Yeah. <laughs> I just didn't have the talent. It's just like yeah. baseball all over again. Just not talented enough. I can yeah. do it. Yeah. Well, but yeah, but like that time in Kuwait, like I, I think the biggest thing I took away from that, like nine months of trying to be a professional CrossFit athlete was it's fun. Rec- recovery is everything. Bless you. It is, but what were we able to do? Dude, I, I was able to sleep, man. Exactly. <laughs> like, 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 you're going to buy a freaking scrape tool or like a massage gun and you're not getting eight hours of sleep, you know, save your fucking money. Like one of the most selfish, but decisions I also felt was the best thing for us was I remember going to the LT and she's like, Sarsky, what do you want to do for PT? I'm like, it's an individual event, ma'am. Let them do it individually because we had three shifts either way, but I was I was trying to get her to buy in because I didn't want to fucking get up. I didn't want to come up with a plan where we all, all three shifts. Cause I felt like it just wasn't fair. It wasn't equitable. Someone's going to get screwed. So I was like, let them do it on their own because I wanted to be able to do my own thing. And I wanted to sleep. Like Ross said, I wanted to fucking, I wanted to oh, get man. up because breakfast stopped at what? Eight 15. I wanted to get yeah. up at eight and be the last guy in line to get whatever I wanted you know, do that, do my two Starbucks trips on my way to the office, zone six and zone one, what up? And then go to the office for literally two hours, do what I had to do. And then I just wanted to be at the gym at one o'clock until it was time for us to fucking go home. It was great. I, uh, I, tried to do two days. I would get up at like, I don't know, five something. And me and, uh, so I shared a room with me and my commander in my first starting because I was an XO, right? And I would go to the gym with my first sergeant. We would go hang out there and then well, hang out, fucking go lift and like do the fucking curls and all that kind of bullshit and then go eat. And so like, but the problem was I was doing a whole bunch of shit and working until like one every morning. So yes, I got the nutrition down. Yeah, I got you did. the working out like down. I didn't get the fucking <laughs> down. So my three-legged stool was a piece of shit. Yeah, your actual deployment schedule was like a real deployment schedule. Yeah, it was it <laughs> Sorry, was pretty man. awful, man. But you were also it, the youngest, so I don't really feel like, bad for you. I let it I let it become that way. That was my own fault. So <laughs> I mean, besides, that's, no, one, no one was there to see me eat all the cookies at one in the morning. <laughs> I was eating that was my cookies. favorite part of the weekend. It's like I'm going to the PX to get an actual quart of real milk. <laughs> that was the <laughs> the Bandazuski Dirty Gains program. <laughs> Quart of real milk and a box of chewy chips ahoy, chips, and we're going home. Like, we're doing it. Oh, dirty gains. <laughs> dirty gains, man. Dude, like, if I do that shit now, Rob, I'll be 300 pounds Rob, tomorrow, but I can still I know, eat it. Rob, I know you're a hard gainer. Here's what you need to do. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it worked. I didn't gain weight. I just kept getting more and more ripped doing whatever the fuck we were doing and eating whatever the hell we did. And I did I, the I was, cheesecake milkshake once, and that was amazing. Ooh. I was so impressed with the fact that, like, 
I remember getting there and being like, oh, hey, they have jalapeno poppers. Like, I'm going to take it light. I'm just only going to have a couple, like, three jalapeno Six, poppers. Six, 12. Like, toned it down. I, you know, and I, I don't think I'm a bad eater per se. I'm like, yeah, that's kind of in the back of my mind now. But when I think about a retrospect, I was like, I show up and just fucking eat whatever for the first week. And after the first week, I was like, <laughs> just kind of come back to about six jalapeno poppers every day. <laughs> and then by the end of it, it was just, I mean, like we got sloppy because every, every fucking day, Rob, you're like cheesecake. Cheesecake. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> the, the day that I gave the cheesecake to the milkshake guy and the look on his face, <laughs> when I was like, cheesecake. And he's like, okay, cool. And I like took two steps to the side and I, I looked at the milkshake guy. I'm like, and he like dumped the cheesecake into the milkshake thing. I was like, so uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. I just remember, was he the same guy as the dessert guy who was just, he yeah. literally, like he was the dessert Nazi. Like he literally yeah. was like, no, you can't. Yeah. No, you only get one. You, it's like, yeah. Yeah. The- I want two slices of cake. No. Yeah. Or my, my biggest issue. And this is, this comes back to just an army thing as a whole. Is like, if, do you remember like probably halfway through the time we were there is when they came out with, you only get one meat. Yeah. Soldiers are eating too much protein. Yeah. It's yeah. like you could have all the fucking pasta and shit you want in the crap, but yeah. God forbid you have more than one meat at dinner. The no, bitters. Yeah, yeah. God, like or the uh, they, remember that there was the locker that had all the supplements of people that were leaving, and yeah. one had like one had like one had masking tape on it, and it just said protein. <laughs> I miss that. That's hilarious. oh my god! I was that's like, mean. hmm, but this is going in the trash. I mean, that's a good transition from fast. yesterday. Right, because I yeah, I eventually figured out that I think all supplements are bullshit. Yeah, I mean, like caffeine and creatine. Like uh, you can what, say, creatine uh, is the most well documented and studied. It is, but ever. what does it really do for you versus someone who doesn't take it and does the same shit? Oh. Is, is there any? Is there any real like what is 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 Tim going to do one more rep? That pump? No. Tim's going to yeah, that pump though. But Tim's still <laughs> going to be inhibited or limited or. I don't know what the word is. He's still going to do what he can do better than me because he's just a fucking better athlete. Yeah. Well, I creatine mean, ain't going to help me. Make, I'm not going to be fucking Tim just because I take some fucking creatine. That's, that's different. You're it's not going to be Tim just because no, you don't weigh 225 pounds. I bet you I could. <laughs> <laughs> I, like that. I can weigh 225 and still not do what Tim does. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but I mean, I'd rather spend my money on bourbon these days. Just being honest, man. Caffeine, I I drink plenty of coffee. Don't get me wrong. If if you if you consume too much caffeine prior to meat, they like they can pop you on water. I'm like someone could fact check me on that, but I believe caffeine in too significant amount. You just accept what we say. Yeah, I mean, (laughs) you could pop hot for having too much caffeine in your bloodstream. Like I probably would, man. You know, Eric. Um, I think about this a lot, right? You, you just joked about, I can be 225 and not this or that. And I was like, when I was a senior in college, I think I was about 285. Jesus and Christ. can you imagine Tim at 285? Uh, I'd mm. rather not. I, I have some I, pictures. Like, you're still chiseled though. You still got the chiseled face. I don't know how I, you pull that I'm off. I'm doing a really good job hiding what's below my chest line. Yeah, but that has nothing to do with your face. <laughs> You so still, you still look but, good. <laughs> I thought of this before. I was like, uh, we we did uh, we did a heavy back squat. I don't know. Like I probably have. I, I think we did a back squat the other day, and it was probably it was supposed to be like sets of five at seventy percent, right? And 
And I have not since I've been mostly working at home, right? I had surgery last October and I just have been mostly working at home because I couldn't pull. I had like carpal tunnel, cubicle tunnel, all that. And I haven't pushed myself and I just been working out here. And the most weight I have here is like three, 70 or something i don't know what yeah. i have right <clears throat> yeah i think it was 370 i think you said that most yeah. we did a workout the other day and it was you know I, I did maybe four and a quarter and i and it was only for sets of four or five and it was like that was that was really brutal and i thought back when i was in college and i was close to 280 i was doing 495 for 10 good god <clears throat> i mean yes i was younger clearly i was like 19 20 years old right but it was like it felt so different yeah you know i mean but just, have you have you always just been stronger than everybody, Tim? Uh, I mean, because no, you are. No. <laughs> yeah, I mean, no, I'm just saying because like I squat. I started squatting late Facts. in my life. Like I didn't do football yeah. like Tim, right? We didn't really do. But the most I've ever squatted in my life is 335 pounds. That's my one rep max. Yeah, same. you're talking about like I still watch you log shit, and I know you don't train it. You just go do it when you feel like doing it. And there's like a base level of strength that you just have that dudes are going to train their entire lives and never be able to deadlift 575 or never be no, able to do but, you know, I mean, like the shit you do. I still remember this, Rob, do you remember him warming up on front squats? It took him like three sets to be at four Oh five. And I'm just like, yeah. that's fucking stupid. Yeah. Yeah. It like, cause that's uh, like John a Northen deadlift for John most Northen people. John yeah. Northen call them shankle jumps. He'd be like 135, 225, 315. Oh, yeah. I'm like, what the? Like, that doesn't even make sense. But that's like normal and a warm up. So that's why I was just wondering if, like, you were always just the fucking strong kid. I mean, you weren't tall, you, but you were fucking strong as fuck. I mean, yeah, there's, there's, there, you're making it sound unfair, frankly. Like, I had, so when I was growing up, right? I mean, I was a bigger kid. Like, I joke about this, but I was. Rob, not unfair. <laughs> I, was, uh, I think the the number i remember was like 205 in fifth grade I, I don't i don't remember a whole lot you weighed 205 what? in fifth grade can i finish sure <laughs> it wasn't like a fucking good 205 i mean i guarantee you that right <laughs> i played football and and through by the time i was a freshman i think um i had i really didn't ever embraced working out like I, I really didn't until I got to high school so I was just big yeah great right um I started probably my sophomore year something like that excuse me I started powerlifting I had a really good coach Dave Hoagland who um like I didn't I had no concept of powerlifting right it was just like hey, it was just working and, and it was just having targets you know like most high schoolers I mean you got weightlifting classes and whatever it is and you think oh if I can get stronger for this sport or that sport but it was always like you were you were not chasing a number and he was a really good coach this way. It was just, it was sort of, uh, I don't want to say it this way. It wasn't like fucking like Arnold chasing the pump, but it was just chasing the next PR or that like mm -hmm. feeling you hit a lift and it was like fucking next level. You're like, Oh God, like that was terrible, but it felt solid. And he's like, yeah, that's what I'm fucking talking about. And like, I, I think it was my junior year. I went to like a state piloting meet and I swear to God, like, I feel like the most I'd ever squat up till that point was uh, maybe like 430 or something like that. You know, I mean, this is wraps, singlet, belt, all that, right? And we're warming up and he gets me to put like 405 on the bar 
And he's like, and this dude was like six five, three hundred pounds, right, or whatever. He's fucking gigantic. And he goes, do a pull up squat. <laughs> they're just like, what are you talking about? Like, I remember he's like, just shut up and do it. You know, he was, <laughs> like, he was the big damn animal to me. Like, I love this guy, right? But so I do a pull up squat with four hundred five, and it was like, oh, like I don't know if he says that I can do it. Apparently, so. And, you know, it, it was the matter of like just having faith in what you could do, but shooting for a target. So, no, it's like I was just always strong. I had good people around me. And, you know, I mean, like, frankly, I feel like if I was if it were today and I were a kid, like, I don't know how I would as a parent handle it. Right. Because my parents were just like, I'm sure like behind yeah, closed doors. Next question. It's like it was strength like, in your family Christ. or what? Can we feed him less? Like he's getting so fucking fat. Yeah, I mean, oh, that's that's a that's the uh, microscope of parenting nowadays. Yeah, I mean, but you know what I'm saying like, is like, like you know, they, they stop me and like I come home from practice or whatever, and I drink like a fucking three quarters of a gallon of milk just to, before I was even. Wait, was your dad an athlete or? He was no, my old man actually Olympic lifted when he was in uh, high school. Uh, he didn't really play much sports, and he went to the Air Force. Yeah, so uh, that that three hundred pound snatch, like, probably missed out on that one. Well, I know he could snatch three hundred. I was talking about four hundred. <laughs> I know he could snatch four hundred. He could snatch four hundred. I mean, the whole the whole point is like, no, I'm not. <laughs> the point is, you have genetic strength, whether you believe it or not. Now, I know you did Change hard work. Genes, I'm bro. not saying I'm not saying you didn't do the hard work to get there, but it doesn't matter. There's still plenty of people who've done a lot of hard work. They're never going to lift as much as you've done, but that's, that's not jeans. a knock on you, Tim. It's just something that you no. you're fortunate to have. There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong yeah, with having some strength wrong. gifts. I don't. I don't doubt that. I guess my my whole point is it's not like I showed up one day the way like there were dudes. Okay, uh, we had a guy who was running back. Went he played at uh, uh, Minnesota. He was a Golden Gopher, right? Demetrius Johnson, fantastic athlete, right? Uh, he didn't work out. Like he would, we would go in the weight room and he would just fucking go talk and bullshit. And then he'd hop onto the bar and squat like 330, you know? Skinny little black dude. He's probably, he probably weighed one, maybe 170, you know? And he would just throw up two times body weight. He would do like two, three, four reps, whatever. Fine. He just, he didn't like, there's, there's that side of it. And yes, again, yeah. my genetics made me bigger. Right. Yeah. Make- but it's beyond that, Tim, because I think, we we get like you are naturally gifted as a strength athlete but i think the thing that the understanding of even trying to train as a competitive crossfit athlete and then seeing what you do on the other side of things like naturally gifted as a strength athlete but i bet you skinny tim butterfly 50 straight (laughs) right like butterfly 50 straight that's another that's another thing people can't fucking do right and like you (laughs) we were we were messing like back in the day we were messing around with like deficit deficit handstand push-ups yeah and and tim would like oh let me try and like knock out five or ten like straight off the bat i mean it was it was not just that but actually if i remember correctly the strict handstand push-up was tim's kryptonite it, exactly. it, it was, but at the same time, it was the time, only like, thing I could do good. I can't. I could do four to five. Do a workout? Like, cool. Like, what do you want to do? Yeah. Tim, Tim can strict press like his body weight, but you know, strict handstand push up, not having it. That was the thing that, that was the thing that always impressed me about Tim was his ability to take, cause my, I could always do this, the high skill things, right? Yeah. Like I picked gymnastics. up double unders and yeah. gymnastics and things like that. 
But Tim could go from deadlifting 500 pounds to doing muscle ups and doing double unders and then like rowing 5,000, you know, in a stupid time. Like that is what that, I think that was my first personal experience with someone where I was like, this dude's really good at CrossFit. Well, that's the, that's the whole, you know, well-rounded thing, right? You gotta be, yeah. you gotta be good at everything. Okay. Are we not going to talk about King Kong or? Yeah, no, I was just about to bring oh, that yeah. up. So yeah, let's talk about King Kong. So for those who don't know, King Kong is a, uh, it's, it's really random. If you think about the, the origin and how it came about in CrossFit. So it is a CrossFit workout. Is it, is it three rounds? Yeah. Yeah. It's three. Three rounds yeah. of one deadlift at 455. Yeah. Two muscle ups, right? Or no, yeah. two yeah. squat cleans at. No, two muscle ups. Two muscle ups. Two, three, two muscle ups. Three, three squat cleans. cleans at 245, right? 250. 250. Yeah, it's a random no, it's number. 250, 250 on the dot. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a stupid number. 250. And then four handstand push ups, three rounds. Right. Now, strict. strict handstand push ups. Now, this workout was done with myself. Rob and Travis against Tim. We had to Rob and I as a yeah. team. <laughs> Rob and I did tandem deadlifts. Rob did the muscle ups. Travis did the cleans because he was the only one strong enough to do it. And then I did the hands to strict handstand pushups because, again, like I said, the only thing I can fucking do good. And then Tim went against us, and we had Lindsay as we were recording it stand in front of half the fucking workout. The point yeah. is. We weren't even close, dude. Tim won. We weren't even close. No, it wasn't. I, I thought I, I put some distance in between us on the first round of the handstand push-ups, but yeah. the cleans is where it fell apart. Like Travis yeah. could do them, but he just can't do as many as Tim. I was just saying, like, <laughs> we so stop and think about this. Uh, yeah, that was slow, right? But Travis was doing like a 97 percent of his one rep max exactly yeah yeah <laughs> he was like, that was really pretty travis cool. actually had good technique the opposite of me it was great yeah. travis i'm um, like literally travis was like yeah 95 97 of his one rep max for his clean and jerk and you it. know tim's moving it like he's power cleaning like oh <laughs> i have to squat <laughs> i remember getting really nervous because the first first round First round of deadlifts, you guys did the, or not the deadlift, you did the deadlift and we hopped up on the rings. Or maybe it was the second round. And you did like the first muscle up and you're like, oh my God, my back cracked. I was like, close to the set of rings next year. And yeah. I, freaked out. I was like, oh, Rob's hurt. Yeah. Like, no, like I did, I did like, I had this, you know, flying a helicopter is not good for your back. And I, I remember hear. like, like driving a truck, er, er, right? Not good. Er, every couple of times, like I would, I would do like a, a butterfly chest to bar or a toes to bar or something, or like a muscle up. And as I hit the bottom, I would like turn out and I would hear my whole back go like, pop, 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 pop. I'm like, hmm. that's cool. See, if you're like me, you've never done more than one muscle up. So it's fine. You've got more, dude. <laughs> I'm such a the person. only thing I've ever done. It's a mental I, block now. Probably. Oh, but the most bar muscle ups I've ever done without breaking is three. I just don't even do them anymore. I could probably get you one right now, but it's a flexibility thing. I just Tim gets by. Remember that workout? It was like where it was like the this the power snatch and the bar muscle ups, and Tim was like 
top 20 in the fucking region yeah that was the one workout i was like this makes no fucking sense yeah. i get it the snatch is so life but like how is this dude at 240 or whatever he was at the time just doing this high skill gymnastic movement like it means that nothing butterflying <laughs> like he was he was doing those bar muscles like a hummingbird he was like i know it was just pure no, no, fucking no, no, strength no, no, no. stop stop that was after you taught me how to do them right because that was that was the opening <laughs> I beat Chandler Smith the one time. You did. One yeah. time. You did. But you taught me how. Do you remember what that used to look like before you got me to do it? No, yeah, I remember you. Used to I would kip and I would literally like... shake the whole fucking rig. It was yeah. an infinity rig. That's like hip power right there. Long, and the whole thing. Would <laughs> Why haven't you tried out like, for like the, the fucking like army cross? Go do that like shit. 30 foot rig. And this dude does one bar muscle up and the whole rig's like, Oh my god! Well, I mean, to be ball. fair, that was a poorly secured rig. If we're gonna be honest, it kind of was. It had, it, but it was, it was. How many? How, that rig was long. It was long. Yeah, was it like was. Six, dude, it was really. Yeah, long. it was. It was. They, they had. I think there was at least ten stations on each side. Yeah, yeah. I just remember though, like, because we were in the middle of it, and you were like, "Just do this side and the other." And I would go, and I would just slam my chest into the bar from below. <laughs> and you were like, "No, no, not like that. Not like that at all." <laughs> I, I, I think i remember coaching you through that and i was like tim uh don't break the rig but so the first time you're like just do this and then do that and i was like okay yeah. Bam, just chest into the bar and you're like no not try it again well I was, yeah I would, I would talk to people so i would talk to people about bar muscle ups is like moving you're like you have to you have to pull from in front of the bar to get your center of gravity over, you know? And that's what, like, that's why the, the glide kip was such a big thing. And, you know, like a little bit of forward momentum, getting your, your center of gravity in well, front of the bar before you pull, gets you to pull your- The only thing that ever made sense it. for me to be able to do it was when someone, and I think it was at CrossFit Mayhem, it might've been Darren or, or the other guy, I can't freaking remember his name, but I just remember one of them saying, you have to pull your hips to the bar and then just yeah. do a sit up. Yeah. yeah. Because everyone like, and it never made sense to me. Cause I like, I, you, I, all the fucking what's rich doing workouts always had high volume bar muscles in it. And I always had to yeah. do them with a fucking like a band or something. But I remember getting to mayhem and someone just saying, it's not a strength or a technique that just pull your fucking hips to the bar. And I would, and I finally did that. And that was the same workout I was talking about, Tim. That was that year. The, <clears throat> yeah, it was so weird because it like it magically clicked. But for whatever reason, I was naval, I never could string more than two or three together at a time can do it i'm really you know what now i don't care i give a fuck you know why don't care because i'm not going to the games you don't know that oh i know i know that (laughs) oh i know because my my gym owner is a 45 year old who's also the chief of the fire department and that guy's like legit like he's skinny tim right now like that dude's 45 years old, That's fucking scary. shredded. That's scary, man. Shredded. And he's still That's like, scary. man, I'm on the cusp. And he's just like, he just aged up in the 45 and he's got a shot. He's probably, I don't know. I, I would never count him out, but I the work out with that man. dude every day almost. And it's just like, not even close. I, mean, I am, I am not even fucking close, man. Dude, the numbers are there. If you don't, if you don't make it to whatever level in your first two years as a master's athlete, you're not going to do it. Yeah, because everyone's always aging up. But I mean, he's made yeah. granite games. He's done a lot of like the, the NorCal Masters and shit. Like he's like he's a great athlete. Don't get me wrong. He's like he's like I said, he's like Tim, but that dude's my height and he probably weighs 
190. Like he's shredded. So, yeah. you know what I mean? He's five years older than me and he's shredded. And I'm, you know, this shirt that used to fit me is too tight. Whatever. Ain't nothing <clears throat> wrong with a baby gap shirt. It sure ain't. All right, real quick. Who's going to win the CrossFit Games now that Fraser's retired? Rob? Is Olsen going to do it finally or is it going to be that new kid? Uh, I got to look him up. I forgot his name. You're talking about so, mullet kid? Yeah, the mullet so, he got my dark So first of all, my dark horse to podium is Chandler Smith. I don't even care about podium. I really don't. Well, I love Chandler uh, Smith. I want Chandler Smith to win, but I don't give a shit if you come I, in third or second. I really don't. Him. I think he's going to podium. I think that the, the – What did he miss it by one spot this year? Yeah. Yeah. Podium? Yeah. No, making yeah. it. No, he was making it to the games. I think if Noah Olson doesn't do Noah Olson things, he's going to win it. <laughs> I was disappointed with Noah's performance this year, especially after what he came off of, where he actually was in contention on the final day for a change. And Fraser was like, all right, you know what? Fine. I guess I'll just fucking go win. <laughs> he's always had like one mental error, you know? He's yeah, always he, had like that was a, the year a he bad did it. Event, <laughs> and like, you know, and, and like, he he can he he has everything that he needs to win. He just needs to put it together. That's yeah. an interesting case study, right? We talked about this before about like how dedicated you are, stuff like that. Like, what's he doing that, or what's he not doing that others are or were? I mean, what about? I mean, at a certain level, like I I guess Justin Medeiros is that guy's name. Yeah, that's what I fucking said. Mullet guy, Medeiros. Yeah, the mullet guy. Dude, he's 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 awesome. People he's young. Show, he's man. young, and it, you, know what, you know what my problem with him is? He's not strong. He's he's very What's gifted. Because what did he do in the CrossFit total? His his strict yeah. press was one seventy two. I can do yeah. that for reps, and that's a problem because I shouldn't be stronger than a guy who should win the CrossFit Games. Are you serious? One seventy two? Yeah, he, that yeah. was his weakness. He he came in yeah. last in that event, but that was his weakness. His strict press was, was one seventy two. I think that's a I think that's an example, a classic example of someone who's great at CrossFit, but who yes. probably won't well, win never, CrossFit I games. guarantee he's never done a strength program in his life, and he's 22 years old, and he's just naturally gifted. What were you saying, Tim? No, I was going to ask what was the squat and deadlift on the total. I will get you on that. Hang on. Uh, I would love to talk amongst like, yourselves, please. I think he was middle of pack though. Like yeah, he was. He, was. Of, he yeah. I but, don't remember what. But I, I I think that's a, a classic example. Like you put him in the open, you put him in most CrossFit workouts, like he's going to finish 99 and a half percentile. Like so he's going to destroy everybody, but so hang on. So his yeah. one rep max front squat during the qualifier was 437. So he's got a good squat, right? Um, oh. At the CrossFit total, he came in last at the games and it was primarily yeah. because now I will get you what his actual event scores were, but it was because wow. I know for a fact his fucking uh, strict press was 172 pounds. And I remember watching it like, I shouldn't be stronger than you, bro. No matter what I weigh, I just shouldn't. You know what I mean? I just shouldn't. Tim, you should have tapped in for him. That's awkward. Yeah, Tim, that would have been your event, bro. You know what? Yeah, man. <laughs> you'd, have fucking, you'd have fucking finished top three. So what was that, weird like- about that is like Fraser still came in second. You know what I mean? Because I think not, Samuel, I think Quant won it. Or Quant, was- yeah. Yeah, Quant, but Fraser still came in stupid. second. Like that's like the thing that a guy who's five six isn't gonna win still comes in second, you know, and that's the fucking problem. Like but that's just how great of an individual or how well rounded Fraser was at that point. His numbers weren't even insane. Neither were Quants, right? I mean, they didn't. Uh, well, they were both they were, they were both over twelve hundred because Maderos came well, eleven hundred ninety two pounds was Maderos, and he came in last. Yeah, that's 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 impressive. Yeah, that's that's impressive. 
Oh, okay. Hey, I'm going to get it. But, gonna... but what would have been great is seeing Tim walk out on the field. <laughs> like just win one event. That's all you got to like push some dude out of the way and be like, I will take you your realize, I mean, the, the guys were talking about like who were, um, oh God, who were the other big dumb animals inside Kalipa? Like there used to be a whole lot more big dumb animals. Uh, um, oh, I can't even think of their names now. It's so disappointing. But Tim, um, can you can, hold on before you do it? Can you do this event? Because I want to know how you would do an event one of the games. It was a fifteen hundred meter row, and then five rounds of ten bar muscle ups and seven shoulder to overhead with two thirty five. Because that's where Olson couldn't do it anymore after on round five. Like he literally couldn't do the overhead. Two thirty, two thirty five. You would crush that. How many? How many? How many five rounds, ten bar oh. muscle ups, seven shoulder to overhead. If you would have broke I can't, up the bar I can't, muscle ups. I can't, I cannot do one round of that. Like, that's where this I'm is, at. This is like, yeah. If, no, no, no. No, 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 no. If you would have broken up the bar muscle ups, you would have you would have probably done really well because you would have made up time on the row and the sh- the, the shoulder to overhead. Yeah, three, three, two, two. But still, I mean, the fact that I'm going to have to break it up into three, three, two, two because I'm a fat ass. It's not helping overall. <laughs> no, right, so here no, we go. but no, you're, you're not going to win it. But you're, you, I, I guarantee you, you would have done well in that workout because you would have been able to finish in a decent time. All right, here's here's the other thing. So here's the other thing. I was so, Medeiros hit a 480 squat back squat, but he only deadlifted 437. Wait, what? Awkward. Says you're telling me he wait, hold back on. squats more than he deadlifts. Medeiros lifted 175 in the press, 437 yeah. on his second lift. Miss, yeah, because he missed his last deadlift. 437 was the highest he got, and he did a 480 back squat. Yeah, that's so backwards. That's weird. It is. My boy BDA is deadlifting over five bills. We already know and that. Like he he can and, only do 575 because that's all the weight he can get on the bar. <laughs> and squatting and squatting Tim, what's the most what's bills? the most you ever deadlifted tim i think i inadvertently did what um in a competition it, in air town i think i did 600 605 but i think when we did uh there was a like a partner competition at air john i did with uh <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to remember what our name was. Angel Hair. That was our name. Angel Hair. <laughs> Team Angel Hair. You know Hair. what? <laughs> you know what I would love to see Tim train for is the super total. There was what's there that? Was a, Wait, hold on. I miscalculated. Did six twenty five. But I haven't. I haven't powerlifted in all the my. I, I would love to see you train. I would love to see your numbers for a super total. What's the super, super total? total? Super total is a three three big lift: squat, bench, deadlift. But you also do snatch and clean and jerk. Is it a bench or is it a strict press? It's a bench. Because I think the bench is the dumbest thing ever. It's for men. Yeah, I mean, it has no function. Yeah, bench is it, it is. Yeah, yeah it is. But I, I would still love to see your super total. I, I could give you an idea what it would be. So, Tim, you would like this before you figure that out. When I was at Camp Redleg for a site visit, it was – primarily American uh, air defense, but it was also shared with an Australian unit. I can't remember what the fuck they did, but they had obviously the thousand pound club, but they also had the 1500 pound club. Yeah. And there was like three dudes that were in it. 
and they were all at like 1600 or some stupid shit. And I just remember looking at that. I'm like, that doesn't make any fucking sense. Now I've gotten into the thousand pound club, but come on, 1500, like averaging 500 on three lifts. That's fucking ridiculous. Well, now you could uh, probably do it. Cause you got a 625 deadlift, right? Yeah. So if I take the best of everything I've ever done, yeah, sure. Yeah. Fine. In, in any given lift or any given, uh, like a meet. Well, then according to the internet, you win. I get to think about this. When I was a senior in high school, so I did 635 squat. I did. I, in high school, that's fucking stupid. I failed. That's so stupid. It really is. I, I failed 550 deadlift because I hitched. So I think I hit. I don't, know if, I don't know if I jumped from 505 or 535. I think it was 535. So 635 and 535. And then I. <laughs> benched this is on high school so i think i sorry whatever this is gonna sound shitty i think i benched 315 but it was like a the state pie for me so whatever that is that's 1170 13 that's just about 1400 so yeah there no i mean i wouldn't squat the same it'd be like a 90 days tim's breaking 1500 pounds So you talked shit about a deadlift the other day, right? So it was just to come in and deadlift a bunch and then do that. Like, what was the lot? It was like do three ten minute AMRAP of three deadlifts and what? Run two hundred? Huh? Are you are you guys two hundred or run four hundred? What what programming are you guys doing right now? I told you I I do whatever pops in my head, Rob. That's literally what I do. I come up with my own shit at this point. I've done enough shit over the five six years. I've done I I. I know exactly what I need to do and what I want to do. It's not hard. If I, I, if I refuse to follow programming. I peek at linchpin. Just because I like. I can't do anything linchpin says anymore. So I just. <laughs> sure. Sherwood's got a great man. I did. I did. Lynch yeah, Sherwood's for, great. Like, I, him. I did it for like four months last year uh, as I was trying to deal with traveling and working out. And so he, he, he does a great job, man. He I does think, a great job. I, uh, I, I think of really terrible things like really fucked yeah. up yeah and then i go that's fucked up and i'll think of something slightly less terrible and somehow i'm like yeah okay pretty much everything i do now no longer it, it no longer encompasses gymnastic skills like i don't even do strict handstand <laughs> push-ups like i used to like i used to have a strict handstand push-up workout every probably every other day i don't even do those anymore i can yeah. still do them I'm not, i just don't i'm not even doing crossfit right now yeah, I just, I just, I'm, I'm I just not go work out. I just go work out. Sometimes yeah. I'll do what the gym is doing, but lately, I think they follow NorCal, and yeah. a lot of the stuff they do lately just is, it's not very interesting. It's kind of stupid, boring. Uh, like they had a workout the other day. It was like ten minute AMRAP of two hundred meter run and twenty five air squats. I was like, yeah. no, I'm gonna go run on my own and do some I, leg tucks because you know the army's gonna melt down over a fucking leg tuck. We didn't even get to that. Are there no. not? You can stick with CrossFit. So I did that Saturday. Yeah. <laughs> I get sick of, I was like, I'm going to, it's really nice outside. I want to go listen to music and run. My fat yeah. ass ran six miles. I saw that. And then I went and ran five. I was like, fuck. I'm <laughs> running six. This is I haven't Rob, run you got to get back on this miles. app because you can look at this shit. You need to get back on the app, bro. Yeah, I want to follow. I do. Not one. I do. I, I do. Yeah. I do. I do need to get back on the app. Uh, yeah, I saw Tim, oh, and then Tim did some dumb shit the other day where he ran up a hill a lot, like a bunch of times with a vest on. I'm like, what the? F- 
Who we, does that dumb shit? We, we uh, yeah. So I have a group of fellas that I get together with that we run, and we all have like five eleven vests and stupid shit. And uh, when it snowed here, like a month ago now, um, for the first time, we were like, "Well, what are we gonna do?" Like the parks all fucked up and this and that because we go rocking and we go running and we're like i i said one day i was like you guys ever run a parking garage and they were like no <laughs> yeah, we yeah see ain't, that some tim shit? That. ain't that some tim shit right there yeah. you're like hmm, i've seen him uh, put down ran the parking garage levels i'm like who? <laughs> let me let me think of some really horrible crap that would make me throw That's up what I'm talking about, right? write so, it down you saw this uh probably like a uh, three weeks ago maybe something like that i did uh it was like 100 burpees like we did that shit every time right but yeah. like five years removed i don't do that because the thing was i was like well maybe i should do uh like uh, i forget what was worse than that that i somehow talked myself back down to doing 100 burpees or 100 100 busters for time oh every time you drop the bar do five burpees that's that that's calcium yeah calcium with 135 pounds which i'll never yeah. be you. which i but there was something worse that i thought of prior to that that i talked myself down <laughs> from to doing 100 thrusters and somehow that was like yeah that's totally manageable like 100 <laughs> thrusters is manageable <laughs> you douche I, I, you're not the only one like people look at my so what's funny is i do stuff and then i swear to god my box was like looking at my account because like a few days later they would do some shit like a week and a half ago i did uh Hollyman or I I did yeah, I, I saw the Hollyman which thing, right? I love right. Hollyman man Rob did, can do yeah. it I still can't because I can't power clean two twenty five Hollyman's Hollyman's my standard man like I know I'm <laughs> out of shape when I can't do Hollyman I did that but instead of wall balls I did the uh, Rocal because those was the house and I did it in the wrong order I did one I did one three five instead of five three one okay this was like a saturday or sunday and like that yeah, fucking yeah, yeah. Wednesday, I go into the box and they're like we're doing Hollyman I'm like who the fuck is watching my account. Yeah, <laughs> that's beautiful. a great workout, man. That's a great workout. I might it's, do it's that fantastic. this week. Maybe I'll do it tomorrow. No, maybe I'll do it Thursday. No, maybe I'll do it Friday with 185. I can't do it 225. Can't maybe do it. I'll do it next. Yeah, 30, 30, 30 power cleans at 225. Actually, like, what is it? I don't it's know if five, I can. It's five wall balls, three what? It's one power clean. Yeah, no, three handstand push ups, five wall balls. I can, five, three, one. I can do that in the garage then. I got yeah. a wall ball. Yeah, I'll do it 185. Yeah. I can't do it with 225. I'll do it when I get back to the house this weekend. All right. So real quick, who's winning? I know we we started speaking about it. I got to get out of here. I got to go grill a steak. I'm fucking starving. I'm gonna put money on Noel Olson. You gotta I'm put putting money on Noel Olson. Put money on Olson. I'm taking that bet. All right, Tim, who you got? I don't know. I kind of feel like Ben Smith might show back up again. Damn. Out of the blue, dark horse. No one's paying attention. Yeah, that's true. He's still young enough, right? Ever since he that got was weird. He started when he was eighteen. I mean, he's still young. Same. I'm just curious about how that team thing's going to go since Scott Panchek went back to individual, and now I looked at Rich's team, and I don't know who any of those fucking people are. Dude, Ooh, uh, his team is stacked. Yeah, I guess. Look at the look at the individual athletes and look at their team finishes. No, I it's know. Stacked. I saw that. I saw one of the girls was like top ten the last time in the games. It's stacked. I'm There's, having a big part. Uh, Rob, who, you, you used to be a fanboy. Um, surprised? It's a, way, it's a great way to start a conversation. Oh, I, I don't know why I cannot think of his name. Um, I just remember we were talking about like Brillo thing, and he did a one 
on his boat where he did bench and med ball. Oh, man, that's Dan, Dan Bailey, dude. Dan Bailey. Oh my gosh, the original clanging bench. What was it? Uh, no, the uh, the wall ball fucking squat cleans. Right? No, he did med ball. It was med, med ball cleans and bench. Yeah, med ball cleans. Yeah, yeah. I've done that. I've done on that his, on his boat. Sucks. Did he? Did he retire or what? I, don't I, don't know. I remember at one point, I remember at one point Castro approached him about being the workout tester. And I think he declined it. Yeah. I don't know. I think he's, he's been injured too much to come back. I feel like the last time he had to go was when he hurt his chest, the regional. And that was kind yeah. of it. He's always, I think yeah. he's always been like two or three years older than Froning. So he's, Froning's like 32, 33. So he's, he's like your age, Tim. He's, he's not young enough. To go. Yeah. Okay. He's like 36. He's not young enough to be competitive anymore. There's just, he has to go into masters and he doesn't want to do it. I, well, there's no I mean, attention. Yeah. Like it's a nice gesture, but like the masters and teens thing is kind of corny in my opinion. Well, like, I was like, remember Bill Grundler. Like have it at like remember. a sectional, but at the games, like who gives a fuck who the fittest 80 year old is? Like, I don't fucking care. Hey, I think they should have a Clydesdale division. <laughs> no. no. Remember, remember Bill Grundler refused. Remember Bill Grundler refused to compete as a master's athlete. Remember yeah, that? Because he was like, right. I'm either making it or I'm not. Yeah. Like right. Bailey and Spieler said the same shit. They're like, no, yeah. I mean, if I can't make it as an individual, what's because seriously, what's yeah. the point? There's no attention. There's no TV. There's why? There's no money in it. You're gonna sacrifice yourself for what 10 grand? No. Yeah. I'm good, man. All right, boys. Uh, we could probably talk all night, uh, but we're not because it's already been two hours and 15 minutes. And, you know, I, I look at the analytics. Most people ain't making it this far, bros. <laughs> we will. All right. We will. Especially with uh, this crowd. They're not tuning in for this. All right. I, I, uh, yeah. So uh, thanks for coming on. We'll have to do this again. We'll actually do a game train three in person and maybe we can actually record it now that, especially out here, if you guys ever show up, Lord Newsom has said that we can move back into the red tier. That means we get to go inside. I don't know how Butter, it is. Man. Oh, Y'all come out to yeah. Atlanta. Y'all come out to Atlanta. It's yeah, we'll, we'll it, it, it hasn't been closed down since. <laughs> yeah, I just it, it, it's funny. But anyway, we need to do this. We need to get some uh, some stuff on the bar. Hopefully nothing technical. I know we come out with workouts, but if you guys could limit the uh, gymnastics movements, that would be great. Because those are, uh, yeah. Dead. Those are in my past. But anyway, Rob, Tim, thanks. That was great. Well, I know it was great. It's because it was us. So miss you guys. Yeah. Oh, thanks, Tim. All right. Hang on. Let me 